up in words with a hard R. Erica, can you get me a cigar? Because I think it's going to be a cigar type of a show. Can you get me a cigar and maybe open the windows? All of these things. Uh, good to be here on a Saturday. Sorry I missed the Wednesday, but you know what? I, I, I just didn't feel like doing it, which is, you know, it's a big step for me uh, to, to take my independence back from all 15 of you guys and say, you know what? I don't have to do anything for them. I'm going to have a me day. Because I stayed up until 5 a.m. on Tuesday fucking getting hammered. And that's, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the power back is what I'm going to do. But it is Saturday, which means I'm not doing the show by myself. Um, I've, I've, I've got a, a co-host to do it with. You might know this familiar voice from, uh, and can you turn that up on turbo, please, if it's not already. Uh, my ex- very expensive, very expensive rabbit air air purifier also i'm gonna need like uh oh no i've got it uh yeah sorry to botch your intro uh you might know him from not funny uh it's sid cynics ladies and gentlemen what's going on sydney yeah how's it going man yeah i've actually been doing more content with you this past week than i have (laughs) the co-host of my own show which is pretty incredible So often people follow. So I'm happy to be trap. back with you. No, so often people follow that <laughs> trap, dude. Like it's just it's it's fucking retarded. You're obviously gonna have to close that door too on account of the cigar smoke. Um, women geniuses. Um, no, thank you. Uh, yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a that's a that's a common thing that'll happen. Is like because I get all kinds of you know content, um, like all worked up. Like I need to do this bunch of thing. And then people were like, wow, look at that thing he's doing. And then I go, you know what? I'm going to get really sad and think about death for just days and days and days and days. And then I'll just quit for like, I don't know, two months. It's awesome. Sometimes I get upset and deactivate my Twitter account. It's really good. Yeah, I tanked a whole show for that exact reason last year. So (laughs) I know what you mean. Oh, yeah. But (laughs) I took it down. It's. I mean, it's good to have you here. Definitely. Oh, you guys hear that sweet motorcycle from that really cool guy? That's that guy that, sounds really cool. Yeah, that that is a fucking. Uh, that's your average Trump voter right there, guys. That cool <laughs> dude. That cool fucking motorcycle guy. I am fucking pissed at Trump. We're gonna get into it in uh, later in the episode, but. I don't know. How you been, Sydney? How's not funny, Ben? I heard you guys had like a really great episode uh, recently. Some of the best riffs that I've ever uh, heard in my entire life. It was episode 12, right? Yes, it was episode 12. Yeah, man, we've been having a blast. We've been carrying on. Uh, We are about to record episode 13 tomorrow. So that should be out Monday or Tuesday at the latest. Um, yeah, and so we're just going to keep going with that. The last episode with you was fantastic. Oh, uh, oh well, part- I mean, you didn't have to. Don't <laughs> flatter me, you know. <laughs> part of me wishes that there are, there are certain conversations where, you know, either you're there or we're just talking in private, and the riffs are so good that sometimes it becomes better than the show. It's kind of disappointing. I mean, last night we were doing, like, Ayatollah Lomani, and I just yeah. am so sad that that wasn't on the show. <laughs> I was trying to think of that today because there was a picture of some bitch with like a ramen bowl tattooed on her that somebody was talking about. And I was like, what was that low main bullshit? But yes, Ayatollah Lomani is classic. You get, you know, you get uh, George H.W. Bush 
instead of the Japanese guy who just throws up in a bowl of ramen. Listen, that is not important to any of my listeners because they're not going to get the bit. <laughs> but Ayatollah Lomani. It was a good one. It was fantastic. You had to, you had to be there. All right, you're not you're not privy to the inside baseball that we've got going on among the podcast community, guys. We're we're a big family out here. None of us, you know, hate each other at all. Mike Enoch is Jewish. None of us fucking hate each other. You know, none of us. You know, we're all we're all one big family. We're here fighting for Trump and his indecision on Iran. All right, that's that's what we're all about. Isn't your you guys do a very political podcast, right? I mean, you're basically yeah, like we the exclusively right, yeah, like right wing Bill Maher is the way that I'd put it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the sense that we constantly make house n word jokes <laughs> on our show, <laughs> just like that. We're the right wing Bill Maher. New rule: I'm gay. There you go. That's that's the extent of their Bill Maher bits. <laughs> fucking sweet dude How yeah we get you... all the hottest political guests dude yeah like uh me and uh walrus aurelius he had walrus on he's uh, a known he's coming on tomorrow actually he hasn't been on yet but he's coming on tomorrow oh i thought he had been on he yeah. may not know it yet but i'll tell him nice. <laughs> just i if you're listening right now walrus you're coming on tomorrow that's walrus is great you know he's known for his uh, uh he's he's very very political now he's not so big into that religion shit from what i've heard <laughs> uh but you know quite quite a political yeah no guy. he totally didn't uh yeah he came to town a little while ago and we went out and got some drinks and uh and hung out he's a, he's a great guy love he's walrus yeah he's a fun dude definitely I, I gave him a cigar one time that had fucking knocked him on his ass. We went out drinking and fucking had a couple cigars. And uh, he had never had, like, it was an Oliva uh, Serie V um, uh, uh, Figueroa. Uh, oh, well, uh, an Oliva Serie V Milan, uh, Milano, Milano. Uh, it, was a, it was a very nice cigar. And it's a fantastic cigar, one of my favorite cigars. He started smoking this thing. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I haven't seen like a cigar knock somebody on their ass so hard. And it was like fucking awesome. It made me feel good him, because I took down a giant. It, yeah, he is a big fella. He's a, definitely a big dude. Yeah, I've only been knocked on my ass once by a cigar. And that was uh, that was in high school. And it was pretty rough. I'll never forget that night. Dude, it's it has nothing to do with that. Also, was the night that I lost my virginity. It was the cigar. <laughs> it was uh, what? What did she teach? Was she you know, English? Or... <laughs> yeah, she was. Uh, she was my biology teacher. Mm. All right. Well, we got a lot of go ahead. A pedophile. <laughs> yes. It's amazing that all women are fucking pedos, dude. Like, it's incredible. And you know what I found out? If you're not into barstool sports, I know they're a huge website, but this side of the internet uh, probably is not, like, I, I I don't know, is, is not probably privy to that. They do some fucking hilarious shit. And one of the things that they do is they grade uh, these women that, molest children molest their students and that's a bold fucking move they're like they'll have like a pizza review and then like grading child molesting women 
and um, so a different kind of pizza review after that than they do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then they do a pizza gate review. <laughs> it's it's something incredible, dude. Like it's uh, they're, they're fantastic. I was telling Erica today. I'm like in a different timeline. I never got into politics, and I was just still an edgy sports guy. Like that's a uh, that that's what I yeah. still be saying the n word, dude. <laughs> I was never crazy into sports, but they've had some uh, some good comedians that were. I think Stav from Cometown worked for them for a while. Mm. I didn't know that, but I'm not surprised. Stavros was something different. All the guys over on Cometown are hilarious. Uh, even even Adam Friedland, even Adam Friedland is funny. <laughs> he said something on the. He is. He's a funny. Let's let's just rehash other podcasts, but like uh, he said something on uh, one of these episodes recently that I was like. Why would they call it the West Bank if they didn't want us to have it? The yeah. West Bank. <laughs> I'm like, that's job. fucking great, dude. That's funny as hell. Like, I, I get pissed at Come Town though because it's like it's they do so much content that anytime I think of a joke, it's like, oh, Come Town did it, and it's uh, you're, you're the fucking Simpsons at this point. You been you had a podcast for three fucking years and you do it twice a week, and all you do is go, whatever retard was gay. So every fucking <laughs> locker room bit has been done on Come Town at this point. And they repeat themselves, like, do you know there's a Pokemon that's just a set of keys? Nick Mullen is gay. So just whatever. Fuck Come Town. Don't like, fucking get rid of the Come Town Patreon subscription that you have. Send me money, and I'll just send you the fucking file, dude. Like, <laughs> fuck that. They're all on YouTube anyway. You don't even need yeah. a Patreon subscription. Yeah, it's yeah. They make enough money. Yeah, fuck that. That's oh man, you're going full like fucking Elizabeth Warren on Come Town. You're just you're like yeah. <laughs> they make We need money. to tear down the big podcasts. We do the big money in podcasts. Mm. I love it. And uh, give it to me. Yeah. Bryden. Give it to Bryden right now because we're on his show. Yeah, I do need that. We do have the Streamlabs donations. That are, uh, you know, I, I'm going to, I'm going to actually, I'm going to do something different for the show. I'm going to open up the Streamlabs donations. They're usually closed, but today I'm going to open up the Streamlabs location, uh, donations and, and feel free to show your support. Right. Uh, I look like I have a bald spot on my head. I swear I don't. I just combed my hair weird, but that's fine. We got uh, we got a lot of stuff to go into. I mean, a lot of, yeah, we got C-SPAN nationalism going on here. I promise uh we got we got some kavanaugh shit chip roy that's a name you've never fucking heard of uh we are going to talk about iran i'm going to talk about it quite extensively actually because i'm seeing nothing but piss poor takes on twitter josh hawley that's a guy uh we got texas we got uh trump just walking back his fucking everything that would that we voted for um i spent so much time watching Democrats in South Carolina today uh, that it was unbearable. So uh, that's kind of a short stack, honestly, uh, compared to what we normally do. But uh, I, I think it'll be fine. Um, so I don't know. What do you think? You want to pull the trigger on this motherfucker? Oh, let's do it, man. If the kids are in the field and your wife's in the kitchen baking and you're sitting down with something cold in your hand, Chances are you're getting ready to listen to right to right to right to right. Man, it's been a while since I've smoked a fucking cigar on this show. If you remember during the Brett Kavanaugh confirmation hearings when we had 
Christine Blasey Ford, who was like, hello. It's just so great to be here. And I'm definitely not a lying bitch. I'm 175 years old, but please look at me like I'm a little girl. You remember that? Well, that wasn't the worst thing that happened during that fucking situation. Second ex-Senate staffer charged in aiding doxing of GOP senators. You remember while the hearings were going on? While they were going on, the information of GOP senators was being released to the internet, a.k.a. doxing. Samantha DeForest Davis, say it loud, say it proud, say the name, was charged Wednesday with evidence tampering and aiding and abetting computer fraud, according to the publication, uh, uh, which, which one was this? Uh, Politico. And is expected to plead guilty to the two misdemeanors. Another former aide, Hassan Jackson Casco, is uh, facing more than four years in prison after he pleaded guilty to felony charges involving copying sensitive data and publishing the home addresses and phone numbers of Lindsey Graham, Mike Lee, and Orrin Hatch. Davis, whose office keys uh, Costco, which by the way, that's your name. And they'd be like, oh yeah, how are you? My name is like uh, Tony Forever 21. Used to access the <laughs> office after being fired, allegedly did not give Costco permission to use the keys the first time, but later loaned him the keys and agreed to wipe his fingerprints from office computers, according to Politico. Costco initially uh, intended to harass his former colleagues, who he held responsible for his firing, but he has admitted he eventually used the data to publish the personal information during Kavanaugh's hearings, according to Politico. Davis, who worked as a legislative correspondent for Representative Abigail Spanberger, wouldn't look into that last name, guys. This is a Democrat from Virginia, but wouldn't look into that. I'm sure it doesn't mean anything. This year does not have an arraignment date set. Senator Hassan appreciates the work. This is a quote uh, here, but Senator Hassan appreciates the work of the Capitol Police and the U.S. Attorney's Office in pursuing justice in this case. A spokesperson for Spanberger told The Hill the Congresswoman's office could not comment on internal staffing matters, which means that's the essential fuck you to the Hill, which is fine. This is what anybody should say when they talk to the Hill. But this is the second motherfucker that we got. During the Kavanaugh hearings, they were doxing GOP members. I have never seen anything so pathetic and sad as the Kavanaugh hearings. We saw the Democrats in full force and what they're willing to do. If they would have had a gun, they if they believed in guns, they would have killed the man. Hell, I think it was... I don't want to get the name wrong. I don't want to get the name wrong. I don't know who it was. But there was a uh, a guy today in South Carolina, which we'll get to in the in the second hour. There was a guy today in South Carolina running for president, one of the fucking 287 of them that there are, that took a jab at Brett Kavanaugh. They have branded this man a fucking rapist. And not just that, a gang rapist, which means, which is worse than a normal rapist, because a normal rapist, you think, hides in the bushes with a ski mask and rapes. A gang rapist is someone who is such a rapist that it's a hobby of his that he has friends that also rape. So that's an extra level of fucking deviant. 
They were doxing GOP senators, and it was a big deal to maybe Fox News. I think we slightly covered it on this program. Nothing, of course, happened to them. Lindsey Graham is still alive and gay. But it's not something that you're able to abide by. To me, it shows that's how far they're willing to go. But I am happy that some shitty staffer was finally charged with something. Because how often does that happen? When was the last time we saw some bullshit like this happen? What, reality winner? You remember that? Reality winner? When she got fucking charged? She, I believe, is in prison now. You've got all of these fucking DSA pieces of shit as staffers in Washington right now, and you think that they're not going to use Nexus Lexus to fuck your life up? They do it. According to Project Veritas, they do it. Constantly. It's incredible. So whatever. This fucking gaunt... Samantha DeForest Davis. What a fucking stupid name. More like uh, Samantha DeForest Davis. Am I right, Sid? Fucking because she's boom gay. baby. Got her. Fucking peg. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, oh, this, she's done some pegging. It's oh, I'm sure she's a Democrat. But I mean, I let's what I mean. What can really be said about this? Because like the the actual headline of it and what it really is is at least to me secondary to the real story of look at how far these people are willing to go. Now, granted, I mean, you're a Washington, D.C. staffer. You aren't really like, it's not you're in a real position of power, but using what little power they are allotted as a political weapon, these people are what they say they are. They're revolutionaries. They're radicals. It's quite frightening And now it's uh, now it's your turn to talk. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, what's funny to me is that like they think they're fucking super spies. Where he's like, "I'll wipe your fingerprints." Do you not think that the cameras will catch you? Do you not think that anybody will not notice this? I mean, these are just retarded college kids whose parents had a connection to DC, so they were able to get a staffer job. These are not the best people. They're certainly not clever enough to get away with breaking into government offices and leaking people's private information right and clearly they're getting caught so that's being vindicated in the reality of what's happening right now i mean yeah this i mean they are just i don't know how they thought they were going to get away with it i mean they the are. sad thing is i don't think they didn't necessarily think so strongly whether or not they were going to get away with it they didn't care all that they cared about was doing damage you think because I think that they, I, I don't think they would have done, I, I'm picturing like shitty little fucking millennial kids that, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I've been 23 many, many years ago. I've been 23 and I didn't really think out the consequences to my actions. You know, I, I think they've been brainwashed by uh, this environment that they've been in and been told by any means necessary, et cetera. Um, and I think that they were like, yeah, there are risks, but I, I can get away with it. I'll be fine. Nothing will happen to me. And what's bad is like, now they're martyrs to people, uh, in that circle. 
and go, wow, it's really messed up what happened to them, even though they totally broke the law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably right. They probably didn't consider the fact that they had an opportunity to be caught in what they were doing. I guess that's more what I mean when I say that. I don't think they cared. I don't think they fully thought this through to the point where they assessed consequences or potential consequences. See, and that's terrifying because that's so many of these democratic socialists are like that. They are young people, uh, like very young people. And if, I mean, if you look at, you can kind of look at them like the Zerg, you can just throw a whole bunch of them at anything. And yes, yeah, some go to jail, but most don't. And they're just thoroughly brainwashed and think they're fighting some holy war against Lindsey Graham. <laughs> yeah they seem to think that the people that they're going after are these awful evil people but the reality is he's just some mundane old gay guy who likes the idea of men killing each other in a desert which who doesn't and who isn't you know that's who isn't some yeah. old gay guy <laughs> yeah i mean like if you're not some old gay guy like what are you doing being 20 and gay like pff, come on like <laughs> Aren't we all just an old gay man if you really think about it? <laughs> so you get the you get the Joker doing that. You get fucking Santa Cruz Joker. <laughs> Aren't we all? Aren't we all <laughs> just some gay guy? <laughs> I love it. But, uh... Yeah, it's I, it is. I mean, is it not a little disturbing though that like you do, they do have all of these kids they can just toss at everything that are willing to do these things that have been uh, radicalized and are I mean also think that they're goddamn Hollywood heroes. Obviously, I'm I'm not saying this Samantha DeForest whatever uh, whatever her stupid face is was a particularly smart one of theirs. I'm worried about the smarter one of theirs. Uh, the ones that don't get caught on Project Veritas videos. The one, I mean, there's clearly a lot of them. You know, I mean, look what Reality Winner did, uh, which she hurt the Democratic Party, but I, it, it, there's more of these out there, and they work in government, and none of them seem to be right-wing. Maybe any of the right-wing ones might be smart enough to just be NRX and just shut the fuck up and don't tell anybody, not even themselves, what they really believe. How cool would it be if Turning Point USA, just like in five years, just is like, does a Turning Point USA video and they're just like, uh, you know, like Mangala wasn't a bad guy. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> a hell, they just go healthcare? into black congressmen's. Yeah, you want you want healthcare, and then they just show pictures of fucking Mangala, and they're like, um, you know, Germany had fantastic healthcare; it was free for certain people. Uh, <laughs> if you were a twin, yeah, <laughs> you got free healthcare. I mean, I don't know. I just is it, I mean, it's just like just, going into black congressman's office and writing the N word with a backwards N so that they can't get a handwriting <laughs> sample. <laughs> I, I, the whole thing is just concerning. <laughs> I mean, it really is just fucking concerning to me. Because uh, there's a ton of these guys in government, man. Like, a ton of them. I mean, I know we've got a few guys. I know a few of them personally. Um, but, you know, they, 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 the government's trying to crack down on that. Be like, well, we got to look into uh, uh, white nationalists becoming police officers. And 
They don't look into fucking commies becoming staffers. And that's a real concern. I think you're going to see a lot more of this as time goes on. We're going to need another McCarthy fucking era, dude. We're going to have to need it. This is just an example of people who got caught doing something, too. There are probably plenty of examples of people doing something slightly more clever in which they aren't caught. I mean, it's it's surprising that they even wrote about this at all. And it's disappointing to think that even if these people do go to jail, when they get out, they're certainly not going to have a hard time getting a job after the fact. Right. You know, it's it, I maybe I don't know. I mean, I think their political career is fucking done. But like nobody will know their name. Oh, in politics. So, yeah, they're done. Yeah. But it's like it's just kind of the thing like when uh, the commies are like, you know, I need to protect my identity. It's like from what? like from from corporations that approve of you what the fuck are you like you know and they create this boogeyman they're like right wingers are gonna come and kill me and it's like no they're not aren't they fat guys in basements who live with their mom like what are you what are you doing the cognitive dissonance is just fantastic all the time but they're they're actively out there fucking shit up and trying to hurt people uh it's it's a good bit like boxing lindsey graham is a good bit trump did it and i laughed you remember when he gave out Lindsey Graham's fucking cell phone number? That was hilarious. That's right. I fucking forgot about that. But yeah, now that you mention it, I do remember. It's a good bit, dude. It's fucking funny. Like, you know, I'm not against it is that. Really funny. It's the intention that I'm sure that they had. You know, we already had, like, they want to bring up everything and Charlottesville and this or that or the other. Uh, all that. But yeah, Charlottesville was bad. We can fucking debate that. But it's like. Everybody always forgets about the cops that died in the helicopter crash because they forgot to look at the fuel tank. But it's like there was the softball game shooting. Like that was a straight up terrorist attack, man. Like, yeah. And we don't know what happened in fucking Vegas at Mandalay Bay. So, you know, listen, like killing people's wrong, especially for political reasons. Uh, if you kill somebody for personal reasons, I think you go to uh, a different layer of hell than if you just kill somebody for political reasons. If you do anything at all for political reasons, you're probably a fucking idiot. Like, <laughs> you're just dumb, I think. You know, it's like if you're going to commit a crime, like, it better be for profit. You know, this is a capitalist country, goddammit, and it will stay that way. I don't know. <laughs> just incredible i don't know you got anything yeah else? man um not really honestly i was shocked that this was even written about in the first place that people would would comment on this to hear anything about the kavanaugh hearings this far after the fact i would think it would be on an unreleased podcast that you did with rock at this point <laughs> no it's i mean what the they're, they're, they're but i'm glad mad. they got him yeah they're still mad about kavanaugh they're still gonna continue doing this shit and it's like that's, I mean, it was a huge deal. It rocked the country, you know. Uh, it was a huge fucking issue. Yeah, let's... Uh, let's oh, yeah. I mean, it's just so ridiculous because he's incredibly tame. But, yeah, we can move on if you want. All right. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. This is Right to Biden, the least listened to podcast on the internet. In fucking credible. That is the name of the show at this point. Actually, I called it Dirty Diapers, but... Uh, Chip Roy, House Democrats have agreed to vote on Trump's emergency $4.5 billion supplement request. Wow, that sounds great. They're going to give $4.5 billion potentially to the border uh, in May, and that'll help with things. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Bullshit! None of it goes to the wall! 
None of it goes to the wall. What they are trying to do is straight up build homeless camps at the border. It is, it, it is an amazing thing to me that they will fund anything at all except a goddamn border. Donald Trump is, well, he pissed me off today, so I'm going to say he's a fat jackass, but Donald Trump does want a wall. Not as much as we want a wall, though. But Democrats now understand that people do want something going on at the border. They've created this, you know, you remember when they say that there was a created crisis on the border? Do you remember that? When there was a created crisis on the border. And then later they go, oh, we have a border crisis. The border crisis that they have created is that every, there's just a, 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 an orphan, orphanage a day running across the border, running away from the boogeyman. What they want to do, what they have to do, they have to say, well, we got to do something about the border. So what do they do? They go, let's build houses down there for them. Temporary housing for them. Let's set up a fucking camp across the border for them to come by free housing right away to transition them into more fucking free housing. Fun stuff. What's sad is I saw some Republican people on Twitter initially get behind this. They're like, oh, wow, okay, good. Yeah, $4.5 billion, that's great. None of it goes for the wall, guys. None of it goes for the wall. And they make it very clear. But they go, yeah, checkpoints and uh, like border uh, thing, it's, uh, it'll be fine. It's for housing. It's literally just for housing for illegals to come over and have free houses. We already have a bad enough issue going on, right? Imagine if word gets out. Hey, you can actually get a free house over there. It's pretty good, too. It's way better than what we got over here with the dirt floors. You go over there, it has air conditioning. Um, they give you food every day. And there's a bunch of fucking bitches over there uh, who, who just had kids. So they're horny as hell, man. That's 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 what you're looking at. They're going to create a little breeding ground that people south of, south of the border. They're basically setting up camp to invade. Democrats know this because they know that those people will be Democrat voters. It's kind of incredible to me how, like, honestly, Democrats are kind of like alcoholics that can't stop drinking. They know in the distant part of their mind that this is going to eventually kill them. But, for now, it feels good. And they can keep that going as long as they can. They can ride that fucking wave as long as they can. It'll keep them in power. It's somebody else's fault later. Somebody else's issue to deal with later. Do you think all these Jewish Democrats are actually going to make it after we're completely overrun by immigrants? Legal or otherwise? Come on. They're riding a fucking high right now. They're just trying to do anything they can to keep the good times going while they're in power. And they are setting up a fucking camp. Free housing. Just free. They get Chip Roy. Chip Roy. 
one of the coolest dudes. This is not, I mean, this is not fucking helpful. You're not going to find anything helpful. He's a piece of shit, dude. Oh, yeah, I should also mention he's a Republican. I guess I probably should have said that at the beginning, but... <laughs> That's why I'm so mad. If he was a Democrat, I'd just be like, oh, yeah, they're the big gay. Who cares? Uh, but it's... I don't know, dude. What do you think about free housing for uh, fucking just... This is an insane thing. And it's insane that the Republicans are against this and fighting with Trump against this. This guy just wants his lawn mowed for five fucking dollars. And I guarantee there's a white kid that'll do it. Oh, I knew some of them in high school. I mean, this is... What's insane about this... First of all, I'd never heard of Chip Roy. So the fact that they act like he's this big leader on this forefront of something is absurd. And even as little as I pay attention to politics these days, I still do... I'm aware of who people are. I know who the players are for the most part. But yeah, it's incredibly insane, especially because... This is not going to pacify anybody. Everything that this would do would just make people complain about how we're making concentration camps for people. Like yeah. this appeases nobody. It solves no problems. It literally creates more problems than what we're currently dealing with right now. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, like it's, he, he wants to have government sanctioned concentration camps because you can't concentrate them in one area. No, they need to be free to roam around. We got, you know, <laughs> we got 25,000, you know, a week coming into the country. But, you know, that's, uh, you got to, you, you know, you got to let them come in. I, 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 now I'm just looking at this watch ad because I'm just so fucking frustrated. I'm going to get one of those wooden watches one day. Met a guy with one. They're pretty cool. Uh, <laughs> I, I, this, I, do you, I mean, do you think, hold on. Let me, let me play this actually. Let me play this. Did you listen to this clip? a minute clip uh, oh on his twitter no but i'll hit play right now yeah i'm gonna let me play this real quick guys hey everybody it's chipper Roy from texas 21 just tell you a little bit about what's going on in the swamp uh we've got my democrat colleagues who today had another show vote in which they're pretending to do something about so-called pre-existing additions that they want to fix meanwhile they're going to do nothing to lower your health care costs or improve the system that we have tomorrow we're going to have a vote on a disaster supplemental which is not paid for and which has a whole lot of special projects buried in it, but none of it is going to solve the actual disaster we've got going on at our southern border, where we've learned that over 100,000 people have come across our border again and been apprehended in April after 100,000 in March. We've got record numbers we're blowing the lid off of, 136 pounds of fentanyl, dangerous fentanyl coming across our border. Meanwhile, the president has sent up a request to the Congress for $4.4 billion of supplemental funding because we need it, because we don't have beds, we don't have the resources, Border Patrol and ICE are overwhelmed, and Democrats are fiddling while we've got this crisis at our border. I'm sitting here trying to work through the complications immigration law with my staff, trying to figure out how to solve the problem for you. Democrats are in the way, you should let them know. So yeah, there's that, and then uh, I uh, like I rarely do this, but like I mean it's a Saturday show; it doesn't fucking matter. Ron Ritter over here says in the chat, uh, more shelters are needed at the border to end catch and release. Without additional shelter space, Border Patrol is forced to release illegals into the uh, interior of the country. Wrong, dumbass. 
No, that's exactly the fucking conservative bullshit that they tell you. That's what I honestly, at this point, Donald Trump would fucking tell you. No, it's not. You tell them to go the fuck away. We don't, you know, it's not going to end catch and release. You're going to, if they have houses at the fucking place, they're just going to, there's going to be more. There will be more. That's such a bad, I'm sorry, I don't mean to yell at you. I do mean to yell at you, though. I mean, it's just, it's wrong. It's just wrong. We've heard this time and time again, and I'm tired of hearing it. Oh, we need more shelters aborted for our fucking doing so we can end catch and release. They're not going to end catch and release. You have to cut it off. This is not some type of fucking thing you can work around. You have to cut it off. We're not, just, more people will come. More people are coming now than they were last year. Fuck! <laughs> it's fine. No, it's stupid, Sid. I'm fucking pissed. I'm tired of it. Drag his ass. Yeah, drag him, dude. I'm tired. Yeah, I'm I mean, they're not forced. Logical, sensible fucking idea towards things. No. There is a, they, they, more will come. Infinitely more. We have motherfuckers from the Congo coming now. You have to say no. The more shit we build, all we're doing is making it easier and more incentivized for them to come. They get news of that. They have the internet in Nigeria. It's not, there, there is no, we need more of this. Don't let them in. I'm fucking, it's stupid. I understand where you're coming from. I'm sorry. But it's just, it's, it's not, we've heard this for fucking years now. Oh, if we just do this, if we just do that. You have to cut it off at the source. It's like you're fucking, you know, you're like, it's like, I'm going to put some Neosporin on my uh, leg that got cut off. That's how I, I mean, it's not gonna, it might help you later, but you gotta do something about the amputated ass leg. Our southern border is a gaping ass pussy that gets fucked fucking thousands of times a day. You can't, it doesn't matter. You make the housing down there, more will come. And then we'll have to build more housing. And then we'll turn the entire country into housing. It's not, it's just not gonna fuck, it's not a thing. I understand the thought process, dude. I really do. And like, I appreciate where you're coming from. It's just, we've seen it before. It's not gonna work, bro. I'm sorry, I just like went off on you. Ron Ritter is a good guy. I, I just... I saw that in my fucking eyes just I went I, I I went black. I don't even remember what the hell I just said. I just remember It was good. I had all it was that fun black rage. For all of us. I it just I it's like Ron Ritter's actually fucking Chip Roy. He's just like in the chat. He's like, no, this will work. It's like <laughs> yeah. his ears were ringing. Yeah, he just pops in. Oh, God.
Yeah, I mean, it's not a, st- a solution. It's not even a stopgap. It's literally going to become a thing, like you said, where they're going to have to build more and more housing, and then it's going to be more. We need to have a temporary solution a thousand times until they can't build any more housing. It's just delaying solving the actual problem. You're not even attacking the problem that you're attempting to deal with. Yeah, I mean, all these all these Republicans want to do, and you know, you saw Chip Roy be like, "And what's going on in the swamp?" It's like you're 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 stupid. Like, don't you can't get a whiteboard like he's a fucking coach. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure he was like a high school basketball coach before he just lucked his way into Congress. You know, um, I, I just please. I mean, it's Texas, dude. Like that. Do you know how many fucking state representatives or how many federal representatives they have? Like, good. Good God. Like it's you could throw a rock and they're just like, oh, yeah, we've, we, didn't, uh, we didn't fill that seat. Um uh, Representative Rock, you have the floor. And it's just a, a pebble just sitting there, the through, <laughs> you know, like whatever. But it's, I mean, using Trump's language, all that, trying to speak to the, the people and, and, and not, not feeding anything but bullshit. That's the issue. Not feeding anything but bullshit. I, no, I'm. What they well, yeah, do it doesn't make they, anybody happy, and they like to pretend that that means it's a compromise. It's not a compromise. Right. It literally doesn't solve anything. Yeah, and that's what I was just about to say is really that like all they try to do is compromise with the Democrats. When the Democrats go, oh, yeah, you know, our newest policy is putting Chip Roy uh, on, on a spike up his asshole right up through his throat. You know, that said, he would go, all right, compromise is it's a really small spike. Listen, we're winning here, guys. Compromise is, it's just a man's penis, and yeah, I have yeah. gay sex. <laughs> oh, my God. It's just it's frustrating to watch these people fuck up time and time and time again. They obviously don't care. I don't know what the pussy attitude of the GOP really is, but it's neat when I hear people uh, on the left complain about how the Democratic Party is not doing good enough, and that's just because the Democratic Party is not like has not just and they're working on it gone full-blown communist yet they're like i don't get it we always lose and it's like you did have a good six-year stint of losing and it was great but you knew who got in the office a bunch of fucking assholes on the right who are not even really on the right they're just they're just they're just centrist really uh center right or what the fuck ever i nobody and the only way they really lost was that state houses were taken over by republicans and even still all of the republicans in those state houses were losing the culture war and conceding every single possible ground that they could have had to make any type of meaningful impact yeah they're just like no they're like oh no nine-year-old drag queens no that's a uh, that's conservative uh uh viewpoint now is uh is (laughs) desmond is amazing as a conservative viewpoint now That, that that's fine you know but just so you know Rich people should pay a little bit less taxes. And then they get pushed back on that. And they're Esmond like, is amazing. Is He's perfect for the bottom line, so they love him. Yeah, good God. Like, everybody's just, like, uh, a fucking investor in Time Magazine, you know? So they're just like, no, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, like, it's, it's the old adage, and it's just true. It's like, Republicans hate poor people, and Democrats, like, just care about remaining in power at any cost. Like, they'll be like, okay, uh, everybody has to be set on fire in our new Johnny Flame initiative. And they're like, yeah, yeah, this is fine. As long as I can, you know, have my seat over here. 
and go to those cool cocktail parties with all the fucking sweet other Democrat guys. Like, it's, I mean, it's fucking amazing. It's incredible how fucking annoying these people are. Because the, the, the Republicans would vote for that and they'd be like, I am, in fact, invested quite heavily into kerosene. So, yeah, yeah, everybody has to be on fire all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, in the state I live in, we just got rid of a Republican governor and put in a Democratic governor. And it's like dogs, a him, lot of people dogs, were really him, happy dogs, about him, this. Dogs, but, uh, no. <laughs> like, the problem that he didn't seem to understand, like I wasn't particularly fond of our Republican governor, but I was talking to my friend the other day. And it's like, it's not that he's solving any problems. I don't like him because I think he's doing good things. I like him because he's preventing more bad things. And that's the only thing the Republican Party is good at if they're good at anything. And often they give in to things that are just going to create worse circumstances anyway. It's just at a slower rate. So if those are your two options, politically speaking, when you're voting, it's not a difficult decision to make. Yeah, I mean, it's a sad and pathetic truth uh, as much as he was a piece of shit. But William F. Buckley said conservatives are the people standing at the forefront of history yelling stop. Uh, that's that's it. But I don't like that attitude uh, that progressivism and liberalism is this like somehow inevitability. And for many years, I thought that it was this just inevitability Uh now I, I I think it's not. Uh, I think, quite frankly, probably authoritarian pushback from a right wing view is, I, which I'm not in support of. You know, I, I'm I'm an anarchist, if anything. Uh, but an authoritarian pushback from uh from the right is inevitable. I mean, we're not going to be stuck with neoliberalism. There will be a reaction, and it's. Probably not going to be pretty because historically extremists, when they clash, well, everybody just starts fucking like what they do, like nail people to trees and shit. Um, no, no good. <laughs> no good there. Uh, not a fan. I, I, it's, it's not going to be good. I mean, in the meantime, I'm just going to sit on the Internet and call people gay and retarded for the next however many years it takes. And I'm going to have I'm going to laugh doing it. But but yeah, I mean, and hopefully in that time, a solution will present itself that's not completely absurd. But what a lot of people don't want to admit is that like the right opportunity has to come. And like, yeah, yeah you have to be there ready to take up that opportunity. But like you can't force it. And unfortunately, you know, Trump presented himself as a great opportunity. He didn't follow through. It didn't work out quite as well. And there is a limited amount of time for another opportunity to present itself. But now we kind of have to sit back and see what the fuck happens. And we can talk about it. We don't have to be silent. We don't have to shut the fuck up. But like literally, what can you do right now other than try and slow things down and wait for another opportunity? Well, you have to get involved, uh, you know, locally, politically. I mean, we do have an election coming up. Uh, our yeah. guys did not get involved in 2018. And then look what the fuck happened. Um, you know, people were complacent. Uh, I did think that we were going to keep the house, uh, but we didn't. Um, and then as things rolled out after some weird voting stuff, uh, we, we lost it even, uh, more so than I thought, uh, we, we, you know, we, we did that night. Um, no, you have to get involved politically. Like the activism is stupid. If you're doing like, oh, I'm a right wing activist. 
you're stupid and you're either in like uh american indian movement or turning point usa and both are equally cringy to me uh i i view activism on the right as stupid as hell um or you can go join the proud boys and go to prison you know like i mean there's <laughs> like there's no there's no right-wing activism all right reactionary stuff has to be done from within uh and keeping your head down you know you, there's no reason to to even fucking tell anybody but you do need to get involved in the very least vote volunteer for a candidate in your area things like that if you can't get involved in any real way that's how you can make that change um i I refuse to believe we're completely fucked. Like, I really, I refuse to believe we're completely fucked. Because otherwise, why the hell would I get up in the morning? You know, I'm not funny. Uh, I, it's, I, I, I keep doing all the fucking comedy bits and shit I want, but, like, I'm just going to be attacked by losers with nothing else to do. Keep calling me a former comedian. Which, by the way, guys, and I know you're listening to this, hurts my feelings. Like a lot. You say I'm a former comedian? At least be good about it and call me a washed up comedian. You guys are so bad at writing. You know your <laughs> IMDB credits, right? Like, yeah, just go fucking like I'll help you write bad things about me, you idiots. Um fucking Luke O'Brien dumbass motherfucker. But that's uh I might play the I might play do I still have it? I might play the Luke O'Brien uh uh bumper again when we get back from break but because uh, that shit was so funny i'm local buying from local buying show um <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's hey sydney how are you i'm woke welcome welcome to the show i'm trying to think of like a cool hand luke joke but where he has down syndrome arms so his yes. hands like cocked up but i can't quite put the words together in my head i have the vision but fucking incredible. i don't have the follow-through in this moment mm. <laughs> are there any other famous which words? is disappointing it's disappointing well it's like i i, I don't know sometimes your uh, brain just doesn't connect you know like mine didn't i i, I knew tom green you could just go down's hand luke down's hand luke is good down's hand luke works <laughs> stupid um that's about the best i got though <laughs> oh wait wait you got luke skywalker that's famous luke what we got with luke? Yeah, there's luke wilson owen wilson's brother there's luke perry there's tons of luke oh isn't luke perry dead yeah pretty sure luke perry died yeah <laughs> luke perry's dead isn't he it was like sudden. He was like fifty. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, he he's al young, no, he's alive. Sure. He's alive. <laughs> he's alive. It's not Luke Perry. It's oh really? It, yeah, it's that asshole from Dawson's Creek that we always get confused with Luke Perry. And I say we as like oh, collectively shit. the human race. <laughs> yeah, he's a very forgettable person, Luke Perry. What was he in? Like nine hundred two one zero or some shit? Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, yeah. Dawson's Creek actor died. This is what the show is, guys. I keep telling you, I'm phoning it in until these fucking debates happen, dude. Uh, it's really sad that Luke wait, Perry is still better no, than he is Luke O'Brien, though. No, he is dead. According to Indy. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, what the <laughs> fuck? But it doesn't have it on his Wikipedia? Is Luke Perry... Somebody call Luke Perry. Yeah, it doesn't have... If you Google <laughs> Luke Perry... It doesn't say that he's dead, but yeah, no, he's dead. He died at 52 years old, dude. He fucking died young, dude. 
Yeah, it's like. Oh yeah, it says he died in March. He died like two months ago. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember being sad by that, and like I I don't care about Luke Perry, but I remember being sad by that because I was like Luke Perry died. That. I. He's not that much older than me, you know. Like that. That's what gets me. You know, it's like I'm, I'm gonna be the 30. wrong Luke died, dude. Yeah. Exactly. Bro, he was born in 66. You were not even close to as old as Luke Perry. He was 20 years older than me when he died. Okay, yeah, 20 years is not an insignificant amount of time. No, a lot it, of your it, viewers it, it, no, are no, literally no, no, no. 20 years old. No, 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 no. It is when you get older. Because, like, it just occurred to me the other day that I'm going to be 32 in a few months. I, I was like, I, but I, yeah. ju I just turned 31. This is some bullshit. Somebody talked to the devs about it. You know, I, I, I'm mad, like angry. <laughs> yeah, I'm closer to 30 than 20 now. And it's a yeah, weird fuck feeling, you. Turn 30 and then talk. <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Time speeds All up right, exponentially. Give me a couple of years. Dude. I'll turn 30. It fucking time speeds up exponentially. Oh, yeah. Dude, when I was fucking 23, I was like, yeah, I'm all, I'll probably be dead by the time I'm 27. And then I turned 27 was like, yeah, maybe this year. And I turned 30 and I'm like, please don't let me ever die. <laughs> you know, like I want to die, but I'm like, this is going to hurt. It's going to be scary. I'm not interested in this. But at the same time, I look at my life and go, what are you doing? And I look back at being 23 and go, yeah, yeah. Why, why did you just not have sex with everything? And the answer was, <laughs> I was just high as shit on drugs all the time. So that was my cool 20s. Like, fucking retarded. Like, it's, I've done more acid than anybody you've ever met. And then what did that get me? <laughs> I once every two years have a flashback when I'm trying to go to sleep that's terrifying you know so there we go it's where i'm at let me tell you about fucking politics because i'm a genius fuck fuck i just now now, now well now that I'm, says how much people suck at politics they I don't mean, get it and somehow two ex drug addicts are here able to get it slightly more and fucking so drug. you guys really need to step your game up Wait, John Bolton on We're acid. We're doing our part. <laughs> John Bolton on acid would be good. And he's just like, you know, man. That would be good. I can't do a John Bolton impression. He's like, you know, man. I was thinking about bombing Iran, but I'm all about the love. You know, why don't we just like try to talk to him, you know? Like that's actually what happened. The strike. It wasn't Trump that called out the strike. Iran. Bolton just fucking did LSD and was just like, <laughs> wait, 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 Mr. President. I was thinking about this and like, how many people are going to die? 150 people, 150 lives, man. Think about it. We're all connected. It's like a part of us would die. <laughs> <laughs> the sad thing is so many like people on the left have that legitimate fantasy where just if right wingers did drugs mm -hmm. that they would realize that they have the same politics as them. Can you imagine? Which is probably more true than not, but that's why drugs are bad and stupid and gay. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, well, if you think about it, it's just like, yeah, the people on the left think that if you just MK Ultra someone, they will agree with you. So I guess they're not wrong. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, that's actually literally what that yeah, is. Yeah, I mean, it's just if you just brainwash somebody. If only we did drug-based mind control <laughs> population, maybe they'd agree with us. Fuck, dude. I'm not even like anti-drug, you know? I'm like, I'm anti-drug for really young people. I'm pro-drug for like adult people like ourselves. Mature adult men like ourselves should be able to do drugs. <laughs> um, but it's like, I don't know. I don't do drugs. I wouldn't do, I wouldn't do acid anymore. I'm too fucking old. What would I have to learn from it? I'd just be like, ah, yeah. Shapes are funny when I'm high. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to learn anything. Be like, oh, look at that. That's why uh, it's gay. The plants, woo, they don't even normally move like that. Oh, like, I, just, I I'm sure I'd have a blast, but it's like, I mean, what the fuck am I going to do? Fucking retarded. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still relatively anti-drug. Why? I'm anti-drug because it makes people retarded because they're they're literally just stupid and useless. Granted, they're stupid and useless anyway, yeah, I was gonna but say, this makes them stupid, useless, and gay. Well, only certain drugs make you gay. Yeah, like poppers. <laughs> yeah. I've never done a popper. I want to do a popper, but I've heard that it, it's like really unless you're Why do you make... want to do a popper? Well, because I've never done it. It's an adrenaline, it's a dopamine thing, but I've heard that like it's really, it just makes you really anxious. And like unless you're having gay sex, it's like not a good feeling for you. It's just kind of like, <laughs> like you just feel really weird. Like you feel like you drink way too much coffee instantly and then it goes away and you're like, okay. Gay dudes are just having sober sex, and they're like, you know what? I wish this had more anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> I already, I already had a fight with my dad today, and uh, you know what? I just need to, like, I, just, I don't. I mean, I don't know. It's because I've tried fucking everything else on the planet. I've done drugs you fucking retard[s] have never heard of, you know. And guess what? <laughs> they weren't fun. That's why you haven't heard of them. You know, they'd be like, oh yeah, anything that starts with a two C. You know, just you should probably stay away from except two CB and two CI, which are pretty fun. But uh, again, I I was I was twenty once, but like you know, when you get into like two CT seven, like what the hell is that? What the fuck is two CT seven? It's an absolute nightmare. We're getting yeah. way off of the same, but we filled the first hour. Uh, we're we're gonna come back. Uh, cause I'm a stickler on time. Uh, we're we're gonna come back here in a little bit. Time for. Uh, I hate. I really hate to break that up, but it was just becoming a. It's not the show anymore, uh, and I am divulging way too much information about my past life and my. Uh, you know, they'd be like, hey, "Listen, I was a psychonaut, lads. Like I, that's why I'm. You know, the way that I am. Just uh, why I'm gay. Uh, so anyway, this is. We'll be back in just a little bit. Uh, we got Iran. We have basically have the bulk of everything to talk about. Uh, so Iran stuff will be the most interesting. So we'll see you in a little bit. I'm going to go pee and comb my hair. That way I don't look like I have a bald spot. Yeah. 
you decided to join us for the second hour. I uh, appreciate that very much to all of the OIWD commuters, as well as uh, the few people here in the chat. Your vigilance will be rewarded one day uh, after I replace Donald Trump as the greatest disappointment of your life. Uh, I ran... Okay, listen, this is... We're going to go a little bit less off of the, the articles for this. Doing it the uh, old way. Shut up, Jared Kushner, you little bitch. Uh, we're going we're gonna to go a little le less off of the articles on this and a little bit more on uh, my... Uh, profound and I, 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 I what's another word for perfect said um Jesus I wish Jesus <laughs> Jesus works Jesus works yeah Jesus My Christ like intuition um <laughs> so I ran, you really took that one and ran with it. Yeah, you know, I ran, knocks down one of our drones, uh, which I I know people on Twitter are telling you, but they'll never show you the actual flight pattern as much as they say, oh, I have it or whatever bullshit, uh, and go, it went into Iranian airspace. First of all, it didn't. Secondly, if it did, I don't fucking care. Fuck Iran. It's funny for a group of goddamn America first individuals, a lot of you guys are very quick to go, I love Iran! I love Russia! Ah, ah, ah! And you know what it really is? You know what it really fucking is? Is goddamn every single asshole, alt-right, dickhead, dissident right, dickhead, was a Democrat in 2008! This anti-war peacenik shit is fucking fake and gay! You don't even know anything about Iran. You don't know what a threat Iran actually is to us. As much as I try to explain it to you, and I'm not talking to you, my listeners. I'm talking to the assholes that are your friends that you see on Twitter. Anti-war peaceniks are assholes. There's no reason for it. I, myself, am also anti-war with Iran. I, it's, I'm taking the same position that I did with Venezuela. Do you remember that? When all the assholes were wrong about that? And I said, right in our backyard, kind of a big issue. Sad. Maduro is not gone. It's a sad thing. Don't know if it was a CIA coup or not. But that is calmed down right now. Iran. Still something that we need to have control over. If you think... Oh, I'm just on anybody's side that isn't on Israel's side. You're wrong. Israel? Fucking not a fan, dude. Not a fan. At all. I don't like them trying to pressure us to go to war with Iran. But Iran still hates us because multiple things can be true at once. Iran still doesn't like us. Well, Brian, it's because of the things that we did to Iran. Great. So give the Native Americans everything, and then fucking, why aren't you on board with reparations then? Because America did some bad things. You are either America first, or you're not. Stop taking other countries' sides. You tell your friends that, guys. Tell your friends that shit. And in fact, all those fucking wigged out motherfuckers, Fuck around and find out. There you go. Because that's your line, right? 
That's what I had to say to other countries regarding America. Fuck around and find out. And that's what America is all about. And that's what Iran is trying to do right now. They're trying to fuck around and find out. You know, you do the oil tanker thing. You do the drone thing. Now, it's not that I'm against Iran having their own interest in doing things in their own interest. If you live in Iran, you should be Iran first. For sure. I believe in unequivocal fucking nationalism for everyone. Everyone should care about their own country above other countries. So that's why I had to fucking blow up a little bit. Because I know somebody listening to this thinks that Iran is great or Russia is great. And the fact is they're not. They're adversaries to the United States. So you're either America first or you're not. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. Iran is the, you know, de, 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 de. Iran is a shithole that if they could kill us, would do it instantly. And that's why they can't get nukes. That's why we don't want them to have nukes. And that's why they're mad at us. It's because we won't let them have nukes. Trump was right when it came to, hey, it's not a, it's not an equivalent response. What is making noise? It's not an equivalent response. It's not a, a, a proportionate response. 150 people would die. All they did was kill one of our drones. So, whatever. He said he's going to slap them with sanctions. It's the only tool that he actually has, thanks to fucking limp-dicked Congress fucking us over and the house filled with Democrats. So, fuck it. Yeah, slap him with sanctions. Do it. Great. I'm glad he didn't murder people. He probably feels bad about the people that have died in Syrian strikes. I would too. But Iran is going to... They have to swing their dick around. They they are a developed and powerful nation. They got to swing their dick around. They want to do these things. But there we, go, we have to have proportionate and precise responses to these things nobody died in the drone in the drone being taken down so well we didn't kill anybody guess what we're gonna hit you with sanctions i get the theory of plus one as well so you have a disproportionate response so you fuck up the ayatollahs over there makes sense but that's not what trump is about because trump is not a war president he doesn't want war with Iran. And for those of you saying we're going to go to war with Iran, we probably won't. If Reagan didn't go to war with Iran, I doubt Donald fucking Trump is. But there will be precise strikes. It just will happen. And the only reason is Iran continues to antagonize and wave their dick around. They're a drunk guy at a bar. And eventually you have to go over and you got to piss on his leg. Because that's how I deal with, with human beings, is I pee on them. <laughs> it's, it's not even close to the end of the world. And when you see me promoting war with Iran on Twitter, it's just to get a rise out of people. I obviously don't promote, realistically, war with Iran. Uh, but I do believe that you got to have those strikes. You've got to do this. We cannot be made a bitch of by Iran again. I think young people really don't understand how much these people hate us. You go back to the 80s, dude. I mean, they've, they've always been an issue. They've always just been an issue. 
and blaming it just on Israel, maybe they hate us because we work with Israel, shouldn't make a difference to anybody who's America first. I'm America first. I don't care about Israel. I understand we get some back splash from our dealings with Israel, and that's something that America and Israel should work out. But you don't bring Iran into this. Fuck Iran. Now, I'm sad that Iran executed a CIA spy just days after shooting uh, shooting down the U.S. drone. It's, uh, it's from the sun. It just comes days after the Islamic Republic shot down uh, an American spy drone. A missile-launching battleship has been Put out on a 72-hour standby to attack Iran while Donald Trump called off an airstrike last night. American military assets and the reason including the missile cruiser USS, some fucking gay shit nobody cares about, blah, blah, blah. Uh, da, 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 da. They're all explaining this. Where are we going to get it? Uh, whatever. I'm not reading this fucking stupid homo shit. But, like, look. <laughs> It's it's just, it's so fucking, journalists are so eager to fill up something when the headline is basically, they killed a CIA spy. Just some, some, some nigga out there. They killed him. Um, and I don't like the CIA either. And I understand probably they killed him for some good reasons. But I am saddened to hear that. But that's also not a reason that wars ever really get started, I guess. Iran is pushing it. They might have seen this as some type of weakness coming from Trump in the U.S. But we also don't know what tariffs Trump is about to impose. He just mentioned it in a tweet. I'd like to see. And if he can't get tariffs through, the next time they do something, we should fucking bomb the shit out of them. He he warns people ahead of time. We're going to take down your facility. Get everybody out of there. That's what he did with Syria. Every fucking time. I think like nine people have died. You know, the last time that he, he, he shot things over there. If we do a tit-for-tat response for what Iran is doing, I see nothing wrong with it. Let's try to minimize the casualties, obviously. But let's give the fucking Ayatollah something to something to talk about. Not for Israel's sake, fuck Israel. But for our sake as Americans and America and being the lone superpower in the world. Because if you don't want America to be the lone superpower in the world, you're not really America first. You're not. If you're America first, you're America only. I don't want to hear any about this fucking pan-European stupid fucking Spencerian bullshit. We must protect our interests, no matter what. And hopefully it doesn't mean war, and it shouldn't. The world should just... Like me, drunk on whiskey at a Saturday, everybody will respect our wishes. I don't know, that was, a, that was kind of a long rant. I'm sure it probably just upset a few people, but it's like, I, I just, this peacenik fucking retard shit. Sydney, I just, I can't deal with this stupid... Oh, yeah, man. I mean, it gets frustrating, particularly because it, it's gone from like, 
people saying we need a legitimate justification for war to saying we should bend over for any excuse to avoid war. Like, as long as America is a country and for all of our interests, despite how terrible things are, we do want it to be a country. It has to function, which means it has to stand up for itself and it has to at least attempt to be successful in order for any of us to have any degree of comfort. And anybody who actively wishes uncomfortable circumstances upon themselves and everybody in an immediate sense, as in right now and not someone who understands that there will be things that happen down the line, that's a sick individual. And that's a person who doesn't understand the concept of self-interest. And therefore, I don't think they have my interest in mind either. That is just a fucking maniac. Well, I mean, luckily, all the geniuses on Twitter are not uh, foreign policy advisors at the White House as much as they believe that they should be. Uh, like, if you think about it, I mean, and this is a real thing. A lot of these right-wing people now, these dissonant right people, they learned their peacenik shit because they didn't like the Iraq war. Uh, this is somehow makes them bucking the system or whatever um that's that's not the case it's like you got john bolton and i guess mike pompeo advised to strike as well so congratulations you're at odds with mike pompeo and john bolton all of the media uh like the, the only reason they went after trump I mean, like okay certain people in the media which i wouldn't look at their last names not a big deal were mad at Trump for it. But a week ago, they were saying, and, 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 and politicians now are saying, oh, war with Iran is a bad idea, etc. It's, you're not bucking any system, dude. It's just, uh, anti-war absolutionist shit is, I don't know. I mean, I just don't want to just cop out and just say fucking retarded, but uh, it, it is. It's a silly outlook to take. It's a childish outlook to take uh and the older i get the more i realize that uh is that there are people that would love to hurt you and the military unfortunately has to do some unsavory things to stop that from happening the world is so much worse than people give it credit for which is why we have communists in this country like i was watching this fucking uh stupid documentary of that will smith narrated i thought it was gonna be about space it wasn't I, I don't i don't know what was going on but uh there was like fucking skinny strong dudes in africa pounding at the sand with axes until they found salt and it's like that's their lives and you get communists over here going to brunch going well i'm not so sure about war with iran i mean the, you know the iranian people are, are, are quite oppressed by israel and you know we just need to have full communism right now it's i mean it's i want everyone to get smacked so hard in the mouth that they can't talk for a week <laughs> just a week of silence for yeah. you to gather your thoughts <laughs> Just so I can gather my thoughts. Like, I can just start looking at how ugly people are instead of how stupid they are. You know, it's it's disgusting. I Zero reason to back Iran. I mean, can you think of one reason to back Iran? No, not really. I mean, in terms of, like, 
claims that people have made about the strike on the the ship and stuff like there may be questions to be asked about that sure and the legitimacy of the claim that it was iran however if people don't think that iran would go to war with us and hasn't entertained that idea in the past they're insane i mean these people like you've said before they don't necessarily like us and as long as we they live here, like I said earlier, they straight up chant death to America in the streets, my man. Like they don't. That's not than, a formality. It's not like a bad. Yeah, it's not like a bad ex girlfriend or whatever that you see a party and you're like, ah, shit, I ran's here. Uh, I hope she doesn't see me. It's like um, break into your house and call the cops. You know, fucking crazy town. Iran hates us. But you see these people, they go, well, I mean, clearly there's a reason. And that's because they're not really America first and not about American exceptionalism. I don't care what America has done. I care what America is doing now. And if it's going to help me as a citizen. That's what it really means. Is the past be damned. And our transgressions be damned. America is the only place that I care about. Sorry, the frustrating thing there, right? to me about a lot of oh you're all good dude i mean the frustrating it's your show you're welcome to rant as much as you'd like and cut me off all you want but well, now i'm just uh, gonna do like a fucking the, bit so sorry go on <laughs> the, the frustrating thing to me about a oh, lot of these really, right-wing people claiming you? this and claiming that war with iran isn't in our interests or their interests personally they want power, and they it, this idea of anti-war is as long as they're not in power. And then they want to claim that if they got into power, they would cause wars for you know vendettas, historical vendettas, or anything else they can think of that would further their interests. And so, it, it despite how that would affect anybody else's life and if, whose interest that wouldn't be in favor of, so it's just incredibly hypocritical to think that they're not willing to sustain things as they are right now but they're willing to destroy things if they ever got power it's very frustrating that's a hot take and to dumb it down for everybody what he's saying is the fucking anti-war alt-right peaceniks uh would be willing to bomb the shit out of israel as soon as they got the power (laughs) did i get that right and anybody else yeah yeah and anybody else that they perceive to be against their interests like yeah, I mean, they're, they'd be I mean, ruthless. Yeah, it's, you know, they'd be like, but it's for the good of civilization. It's like, it's for the good of your civilization. But they just, they don't like where things are at the moment. I mean, it just, it, it just eats me up every time I see all these people who are basically, you know what you are? You're Tucker Carlson bots. You're fucking Tucker bots. You hear Tucker Carlson say something and you're like, oh, uh, yeah, this is my belief now. Like, what are you doing? Stop. Like, it's, he's wrong sometimes. He's an ideologue. All right? I like Tucker. I watch his show a lot. I like him. He's right on a lot of stuff. He's entertaining. But he's an ideologue. All right? You need to not be an ideologue. Or stay out of geopolitics because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. It's fucking irritating. I'm not even, like, an expert on the shit. I just... I, I, I'm older than you. I'm older than you is basically it. Uh, and again, I'm not talking to my <laughs> listeners as much as I'm talking to your friends, guys, that you're going to have to talk about. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. It's, it's stupid. I, they seriously back fucking Iran. I, I, I don't know. So let's, 
let's move on to this next thing here. I'm not going to play a bumper for it, but uh, Jared Kushner came up with his economic plan uh, for the region with Israel and Palestine. And uh, it had this really cool stuff about uh, building uh, a transportation system between Gaza and the West Bank, uh, which I'm sure Israel wouldn't just take right, you know, immediately as soon as it was done. Uh, yeah, Palestinian reject, uh, leaders reject Kushner's economic plan for the reason region. We're coming in. We're coming to some uh, kind of, uh, I guess, heavy topics a little bit, but not heavy. I don't know. I right, so what you, uh, nuanced fucking topics. Um, the best way that I can dumb this down, I'm not even going to really go into the deal because like, who gives a shit? They probably turned it down because Jared Kushner is a Jew. Okay. They didn't read it and they go, Jared Kushner's Jewish. Fuck him. I think Jared Kushner for all his faults probably does want to cause some peace in uh, the middle East. And he wants to do it by giving Israel everything. But uh, that's listen, the middle East can be summed up. Like, here's my Middle East plan. Israel needs to stop killing everybody, even though they are giant assholes. There you go. That's Take that shit to the UN. Hey, Israel, I know they're insufferable pricks that nobody in the world, except Americans who have never met them, like, but you have to stop genociding them because it's not a good look. There you go. There's your two-state solution is just just stop. Quit it. And then the Palestinians will sit there and be terrorists and continue to terrorize the Israelis. And the Israelis will have way better weapons and, uh, you know, people that were uh, putting uh, fucking poop in paper bags and, uh, and tying it to balloons and trying to get it over the wall... Uh, we'll get gunned down and I will go, you know what? That's fair. They should have known better. All right. That's, that's the end of it. That's should be the end of the damn thing. But it's funny how you see the left. They lionize the, the Palestinians as if they're such great people. Yeah. If they're so great, why does everybody kick them out of everything all the time for killing people? They're monstrous individuals and Palestine here you go. Hot take on the right. Uh, you know, you probably never heard this from geniuses ever at Turning Point at USA. Not a real place. It was called Judea. All right. But I don't go in the biblical terms of this. That's where they live. They ought to be able to have some shit. I don't give a shit. We'll make Palestine a real place. I don't give a fuck. These, these fucking assholes. Who am I talking about? Palestinians or Israelis? Oh, you wouldn't know. Because they're both fucking pricks. <laughs> you got... I don't know. I'm drunk as shit now. I've been drinking all day. I haven't eaten food. Uh, okay. Let's see. How do I... You gotta get I, some food. Yeah, dude. I had... I'm drinking too, but I had that Cuban sandwich, so I'm good. I want a Cuban sandwich. I'm fucking... I'm, I, want a pu I want a Cuban sandwich at this point, which is a Cuban sandwich, <laughs> but it's you pissed off the waiter. You know, so put some pubes in there. Yeah, well, that's yeah, of course. I I think the only Palestine. way the only way for you to get any peace in the goddamn Middle East is for the U.S. <laughs> to just get out of it and let Israel handle it. Um, I don't. 
I don't see any real solution there. I just know that we shouldn't be involved. And I know what's going to happen. Israel will nuke the shit out of everything around it. And that'll be super funny. And then we can all go in 100 years to the new glass beaches in the Middle East. I'm fine with it. You're not allowed to kill people just because they're assholes. But you also can't let them terrorize you. The fact that there are Americans on either side is hilarious. But this is where I wanted to be. There we go. The left. The reason that they lionize the Palestinians and look at them like they're great people is because they perceive the Jews to be white because they are light-skinned. So they look at it as a white supremacist country, an oppressive country. If they actually cared about oppression, they would look at Mexico. The Spaniard blood in Mexico is the ruling class over the more native blood that are related to the Aztecs, which they all look very different. They would care about that. That is a racial discriminat uh, discriminatory area. They would care about that, but they don't. Because one, they don't believe in biology, and two, they don't care because they're both brown. The only reason the left hates Israel is because they look white to them. It's an upsetting thing because there's so many reasons to dislike Israel. But it just comes down to the fact that they hate you. They don't like you. And look at the most successful country in the Middle East as a, a representation of, 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 of me, of Bryden. They look at it as you. You're white. We could even argue white is a social construct. But aren't there different types of white? And then we could go down this whole big rabbit hole about the Jews, but they don't want to hear that. They just hate Israel. And out of all the reasons to hate Israel, the left gets it wrong again. Constantly. They wonder why people are leaving them in droves. It's because they're wrong. They're so caught up in intersexuality and all of this fucking just gay inward bullshit. It's it's frustrating. You know, Fra uh, he's never been on the show, contrary to what fucking uh, uh, Peter Pantsoiler has said in his wonderful little article. Uh, where he attacked Mike Cannon. He's never been on the show, dumbass. I just know the guy. He's also a, he's a cousin, but whatever. It's like, that's behind the scenes bullshit. Uh, it's frustrating to talk to him about it. She's like, dude, the Israelis are... Yeah, I'm not going to put too many words in his mouth. Uh, but, you know, he's like, oh, you know, the Israelis are an oppressive uh, state and I love sucking dicks. And I'm like, yeah, Mike, I mean, that's you know i guess they are you know he's like they're a white supremacist country and i just fucking love being gay and i'm like that's you know whatever dude <laughs> he said that he was he did he was like we were hanging out one time and he was like i'm mike cannon and i endorse penis and then i saw him fucking uh bang a bang a guy you know Wow. And, yeah, and then I saw him, cur I call, I saw him, <laughs> saw him curb stop an Israeli. 
because uh, that's that's the type of violent radical <laughs> that he is. Some guy was like, I'm from Israel. And he was like, you see this? And he opened up his shirt and it was a penis tattoo. And he goes, <laughs> he goes, this means end of my ass. And then they had gay sex and they curb stomped him. It was crazy. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> then he said the N-word also, by the way, to all the DSA. He said it. I've heard him say Damn. it. He said it a thousand times too. But it was funny because he said it to a Jewish guy, which apparently the DSA. Yeah, it's funny when you call anybody who's not black the N-word, which oh, is why yeah. I exclusively call non-blacks the N-word. Yeah. And I just call black people blacks, which is way less offensive. <laughs> I kind of, did you hear? Uh, did you hear a nineteen fucking sixteen? Joe Biden called uh, somebody boy, a black guy, and Breitbart was like, "We've got an expose." Beep, 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 beep. Breaking news: Joe Biden is seventy-seven. You know, like I it's just, I'm fucking. <laughs> people don't seem to understand that like old people just dealt with different circumstances. I mean, I don't know if we're going to talk about that. Five one thing years ago, it was not that. okay to say queer. And now <clears throat> it's fine to say it. So don't. Five years ago, people would call people queer as like an insult. Yeah. And now people try to own it. Five years ago, it was okay to call someone a faggot and nobody cared. Like to think that Joe Biden called someone boy 50 fucking years ago, however long it was, nobody cared then. Like that was just the way things work. Get over it, bitch. There's so many things to complain about with Joe Biden. This is the left, and their strongest candidate is the most centrist piece of shit they could possibly run. And that's their biggest complaint, that he called a black guy boy. Uh, they're trying to take him down, though. He's not He's not going to be. I, I, I said forever, before I saw the guy campaign, I was like, got to look out for Joe Biden if he runs. And I was like, you know, he might be a force. And then I saw him campaign, and I'm like, Oh, God, no. Wow, he's not the Joe Biden of the Obama years. He's not. He's going to slip. I saw Doing him today. Shut up, Jared it. Kushner. Uh, I saw him today in South Carolina. It was, oh, well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, okay, yes. I mean, we could do that first. I don't know. Do you have anything to say about the Iran thing? Or this fucking Palestinian peace deal? I, I, I just... It's a frustrating subject for me to broach because... I just don't I don't like the piss poor takes from individuals on Twitter and everybody trying to fucking argue with me about some retard bullshit that they know nothing about. Uh It's oh yeah, I mean it's completely retarded. I mean, there is going to be no American solution to the Israeli-Palestine issue. And the fact that even people who are pro-Palestine seem to think that that's going to make an, a meaningful impact on it. It's going to have to be resolved between the two of them, and frankly, you shouldn't care. Well, am I right here that the the left, the only reason they're uh, pro-Palestinian is because they just look at Jews and go, well, that's white people. They see it as like Richard Spencer's ethnostate in the Middle East. Yeah. And the, the right wing does literally the inverse, where they say that the Palestinians are good because the other side is Jewish people. That's what yeah. makes the alt-right so retarded. It's like how many times, even though it's like a 2016 thing to shit on Muslims, how often do you still shit on every type of fucking Muslim you possibly can? Every time I see one, I go, Ugh. like you don't. 
Yeah. Well, these not, people aren't pro-Palestinian or pro-Muslim. They're anti-Jewish. Yeah. In the same way that the people aren't pro-Palestinian, they're anti-white. Like, it's just a ridiculous position to wade into. Well, it's funny that, like, I mean, you bring up 2016. It's funny. When did the, the, the alt-right, and I say that as, like, because the alt-right doesn't exist anymore, obviously. I, I say that They're as, dead. like, the goofy, you know, dissonant right people that are just, like, honestly, what's great is I know I'm never going to grow out of this shit. I, I'm stuck with it now at this point, which is fine. Uh, but a lot of these kids are going to grow out of it, you know. Uh, so that's what I mean by the alt-right. I, I forgot what I was talking about. Uh, remind me. I just wanted to shit on people on Twitter. We were talking about the alt-right being anti-Palestine or pro-Palestine because the other side is Jews and the left being yeah, pro. Yeah, 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 There we go. Um, if you base your entire foreign policy around hatred of one country, you're no better than a neoconservative. Like you're just an anti-Zio conservative, neo-anti-Zio, whatever it would be. You can't, you can't go. Well, you actually, you're no better than the tanky. You know what? You guys know what tankies are? Uh, they're like militant, transvestite, pro-North Korea sons of bitches. It's it's pretty incredible. Uh, and their whole idea is anybody who's anti-America, although they live in America, you never catch them not living outside of like Portland, Oregon. Uh, they go, well, it must be good. It must be great. When you when you have your entire foreign policy outlook based on what is bad for Israel, uh, congratulations, you know, for complaining about how a group of people and country controls you. You sure showed them. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We got to, I mean, we're already, do you want to go through this whole thing? We're in, a, we're in hour, hour 40 already. Do you got time? thing yeah well, i got time brother okay We're good all right so cool let's uh go move on to the next one this is right to bryden the number one adl honey pot podcast you might have heard the name josh holly or as i would call him josh howley just because that's the way that it's spelled uh, GOP Senator introduces a bill that would blow up business models for Facebook, YouTube, and other tech giants. Now, this comes from CS, uh, 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 CNNBC, and it is an incredibly biased article. I encourage you all to actually go through and read it. And I want to thank Tim Pool for tuning me on to this one. Not that I, well, actually, no, I do know him personally. We are best friends and we smoke cigars. Um, I wasn't supposed to say that. Sorry, Tim, sweetie. But, you go through this whole thing, and essentially what Josh uh, Hawley is wanting to do is get rid of this Section 230 uh, exemption where places like Facebook and Twitter can say, I'm sure you guys have heard this, say that they're platforms instead of publishers, which would mean they would be responsible for anything that is published on their site. Now, what this article says is that, well, that would change the algorithms and something would have to go through some type of process before being posted instead of what happens now, which is there is a process after it is posted. Everything can roam free until, you know, the, the terms of service take it down. 
The whole damn thing is extremely biased. Like, it's, it's incredible. I thought for sure Mary Catherine Wellens was Jewish, but I don't think that she is. I think she is some type of British, which is just as bad, even though she does look quite Jewish. Not that I have a problem with Jewish people at all. In fact, I think that they're fantastic and I love them. But her Twitter name is MC Wellens. Um, so you can just ask her about it. Uh, you know, serious questions only, guys. Serious inquiries only. You don't want to waste anybody's time. And please don't harass anyone. I like this idea. It's never going to go through, but it, uh, not immediately, but it is something that we're working towards and is going to happen eventually. Tech companies that run social media websites are going to have to either allow all speech unless it is, you know, like child porn or whatever. There's going to be a very funny time period that it's going to be unspeakable to be on Twitter because it will be 4chan unleashed onto Twitter. And I'm not talking 4chan now. I'm talking 2006 4chan. All right. Will be unleashed on Twitter. Otherwise, they're going to have to be regulated as if they're a publisher. Because every time you talk to any of these tech companies, well, not me, but interviewers, they go, we have a right to take things down. It's our platform. And they also go, we can't be responsible for anything that is posted on there because we're not a publisher, which is fun. We call that having your cake and eating it too. This won't happen immediately, but it's section 230 of the uh, uh, Communications Decency Act of 1996. This will not happen imme uh, uh, immediately. But for everybody that I see complaining about censorship by tech companies, when Trump wins again, and he's going to use this as a, 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 a 2020 campaign promise, but when Trump wins again, I don't want to say that you're going to be able to say the N-word on the internet. I'm just saying that I'm going to, and that I'm going to appeal the ban. <laughs> Because there's obviously tech censorship going on, and it's very biased. I just don't. Uh, it's such a it's such a non-issue for most people, because I know you guys are all riled up about it, and it's this is a big deal, and we're being censored on the internet and all that. Most fifty-year-old dudes do not even have Twitter, and guess what? Those are Trump voters. Nobody cares. And half the time, guess what? If you guys get banned from Twitter, it's your fucking fault, okay? I got banned because I was reported by a fucking botnet, and I got my account back because I didn't break terms of service. You know how hard it is to not say the N-word? Extremely, but I still do it. Every day. You think I don't see tweets from CNN, and that's my first instinct? Like, I don't say it out loud instantly? But I don't tweet it. We're being shut down from Patreon, etc. etc. Et this problem wouldn't fix. You know it's going to fix things for? People like Diamond and Silk. 
who 100% unjustly demonetized our Steven Crowder, etc., etc. Those are the types of people it's going to help. You're still breaking fucking terms of service and you're out of line with common decency. So you're going to get into trouble still. But it's a great step in the right direction because something like this happens, maybe eventually I could have a Patreon account. I've never tried to make one. I mean, shit, I could probably have one. Nobody gives a shit that I exist except fucking Luke O'Brien. But, you know, it's which is, it's weird. Luke, buddy, I just, if you want to see my penis, 30 bucks. Uh, I'll send me 30 bucks. In the Streamlabs right now, streamlabs.com slash Brighton Parcher, send me $30 and I will DM you a picture of my fucking, you know, dingle and berries, man. It's not a big deal. Um, it's a fucking steal, Luke. Yeah, it is. It really is. Like, I mean, this is a hundred dollar penis, and I'm getting it to him at a discounted price of thirty bucks. But it, this is this is a step absolutely in the right direction. Because what what it would do is they would have to prove that their banning algorithms are not politically biased, and there's no way to do that. So that's why CNBC is saying that. You know, it would blow up the business bottles for Facebook, YouTube, and other tech giants. Uh, it wouldn't. I refuse to believe that the people at Google and Twitter and Facebook couldn't figure it out and haven't already figured it out ahead of time. This is just a negative spin on something that would be positive for conservative and, and right-wing voices. So I don't know, Sid. What do you, I mean, what do you make of it? I mean, to me, like, there's two things in the article that really bother me. Um, one of them is that they claim this would cement the power and of the current social media mainstays and disable other up-and-comers from it, which is absurd because even at the beginning of the article, they talk about how this isn't going to affect, what was it, anybody who makes has more than 30 million right. Actor, active users or $500 million in annual revenue, that's not going to prevent any startups from doing anything. Yeah, so that's D an absurd D claim on its face. DLive has less than that, I would imagine. Definitely. And a lot of people, like, I know some people, like, Eggy was having some problems with DLive recently, I know, but, like, a lot of people are making money from DLive right now, and yeah. they're not having a difficult time with it. And so, like, the fact that that's able to come up and DLive's not being, DLive would not be impacted by any of this Section 230 stuff. So, and that is literally competing with things like Twitch and things like our sphere. And maybe it's only like five or 10 content creators from this side of things who are making significant money, but that doesn't matter. That's five or 10 people making significant money from this type of stuff. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to start streaming this show on DLive, but I mainly just play my games over there. And like, I looked at my Leno that I have, and I've got like $70. Like, I mean, I'm a small time. I'm a huge small fry guy, you know. I got like 70 bucks in fucking Leno over on DLive. That's great. You know, <laughs> like, I feel good about it. That's basically a free $70 to play video games. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's I amazing. Mean, yeah. It's, I mean, granted, I've probably streamed a hundred hours over there but you know it's still you know i just I, I play a lot of play a lot of games which by the way if you're not checking out the gaming streams you should for my commuters for the guys who just listen to the audio you got to go over to dlive.tv slash brighton i play video games over there and uh i'll let you know 
it's pretty mediocre. Yeah. It's not. It's there's nothing really to watch. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's mainly me complaining about the mechanics of games, uh, but you know, and be like, no, it's not my fault. It's the video game's fault. Um, but yeah, I mean, it would not. It would not hurt anybody except the big players who have become the new priest class of what we're allowed to talk about anyway. You know, I mean, it's even on Joe Rogan's podcast. You heard, uh, you heard Joe Rogan's podcast. You heard, well, you heard with Joe Rogan. That'd be a, it's like, it's like uh, in living color, <laughs> but it's like Joe Rogan and like podcasts existed in fucking 1985. That, um, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Joe yeah. Rogan's got a flat top. Yes. <laughs> Oh, fuck yeah. You heard he's wearing a fucking track suit and yes. a fucking flat top with a big chain on. He's That'd got a awesome. co-host with a bucket <laughs> you heard hat with on. Joe Rogan. Oh, wow. Okay, I got so sidetracked. <laughs> I can't have you on the show. I'm just like, I think about things and I'm like, you know what? He'd probably really like this idea. Uh, so <laughs> I do like that idea. Yeah, we can go back to what we're talking about. Yeah, let's go. I, I mean, I just on Joe it. Rogan, they were talking about Section 230 or this bill. <laughs> Yeah, uh, no, they were talking about, uh, so Jack Dorsey, uh, said, you know, he wants to have healthy conversations on the internet. So Jack Dorsey ends up being the guy that just decides uh, this, this 4.5 billionaire ends up deciding what is and is not a healthy conversation like it or not. Everybody is addicted to their damn phones. And this is where we have conversations now. This is where we have conversations. I have not hung out with a real person in years. It's you're my friend. Like that's that. Yeah. That's it. That's how it works these days. You know, unless you go outside to do real people shit. And then like all my social skills are gone. Cause I like see somebody fall down the stairs and I'm like, ha ha faggot. And they're like, he's really hurt. What <laughs> is, what do you call? I call an ambulance. That's my grandfather. Like, you Help know. this man. <laughs> but this is this is where conversations. Yeah, are. and Jack Dorsey gets to say like this is what it is and is not a healthy conversation. I I don't like that. But it absolutely is, and I mean I mentioned that I had two problems with the article, and here's the other one because it's just so retarded. The first one we kind of already talked about why that's stupid, but the second one is from a Koch brothers lobbying group. Uh, on top of the Internet Association, which is a lobbying group for like Google, Facebook and other people. And they have a quote in here that says this bill forces platforms to make an impossible choice, either host reprehensible but First Amendment protected yeah. speech or lose legal protections that allow them to moderate illegal content like human trafficking and violent extremism. That shouldn't be a trade off. That's not a trade off. You can literally still take down illegal things. You are now legally liable to take down illegal things, but allow protected speech. You just admitted that that's protected speech. Calling for crime and talking about doing explicitly illegal stuff and planning it on the internet is not legal. That's still illegal. You can still take that content down. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, the Koch brothers and George Soros teamed up to uh, fight online extremism recently. So I'm not at all, you know, there's no reason to ever be surprised about that. It's, it's, two fucking sides of the same shackle isn't it you know every single time they have to they have to make this comparison that somebody uh sharing child porn is the same as like you know skull mass graper saying you know that uh it'd be funny if we catapulted the the mexicans out it's like well 
until you can prove to me that that guy is building a giant catapult, first of all, he should work for the Pentagon because what a hell of an engineer. And two, you know, it's just not fucking real. It's just not a, I mean, it's not, it's not a thing. But, I mean, you got to look at it in the way that average Joe sitting around goes to his job, comes back, missionary position with his wife, six pack of beer, hopes his teenage son doesn't hate him too much that day, thinks about it. He's got, I mean, he, he looks at it and he goes, well, clearly this is bad and I don't want to be seen in a race as a racist or a bigot or whatever, even if I sort of agree with it. But what they're kind of saying right there as well is what I was just talking about, which is when, not if, but when this does happen, unless they shut down the internet and you can only go to Netflix, Amazon, and Gmail, it is going to be a flood on every single site of 2006 fucking 4chan. And that was some (laughs) shit that makes 8chan look like crybaby toy town, dude. Uh, I remember those days. I'm an old man. I was a shitlord long before you were a listener. Not you. Well, I'm older than you, but not, a, not, not, I was, that I was on there in 06 yeah. though. Yeah. Not, not I was a, on there in 06. That was like when I first started going on there and you would like go to the front page of B and like half the time you'd get child porn and locals threads. Yeah. Oh my God. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. local nudes threads, dude. You'd always look for your area code to try and find a girl, you know, and you're like, holy shit. Someone I went to high school with is on here with me right now. It was, yeah, it was rough. It was fucking rough. And, uh, like as a, as a 31 year old man, I have to say now I would hate to see all of that. You know, I'd be like, ah, shit, I can't use this website until this, all this cools down. But guess what? They'd figure it out really quick. And if that's what it takes for allowing free speech on a platform so that we can actually spread our ideas, not hateful ideas, but actual ideas of like, you know what? I'm not, I'm I'm not exactly cool with the mass uh, immigration thing. Well, damn, I think I can just not exist on the internet for, or not exist on websites for six months. I think I can handle it. I mean, this the annoying thing is that this bill still leaves them plenty of room to take down illegal things. There's nothing that prevents them from monitoring illegal content and taking that down. All it means is that they would have to allow First Amendment protected speech. And you know what? They're not the only people that would be annoyed by that. I'm annoyed by half the speech that these fucking wignat retards get away with right now. That's fine. I just disagree with them and I move on with my day. It's not that hard. What about the communists talking about like, uh, yeah, milkshakes are nice, but what about acid? You know, like, I mean, that's, uh, I'm like, okay. Like there are so many violent communists on the internet and I, I, most of them are LARPers. I really don't think they're violent people. Uh, the ones that are like the real Antifa guys, like, uh, of which there are so few, honestly, uh, they just all dress the same. So like, you don't know, but so so many of them are just on the internet just larping like the fucking wignats are and all of this shit and like i'm i'm, I'm fine with that uh, and they do get investigated that's a thing you know anarchists get fucking set up and entrapped all the time by the fucking fbi uh it's it's not that they don't have their own problems uh but it just seems like 
it seems like it would just be an inconvenience to these companies to have to like actually be companies instead of just sitting back and just making money off of the fact that everybody uses their service because it's basically required to be a human being now it it's really incredible you know i i hope this happens i i and it will eventually but i just i just hope it happens i hope they get hit really fucking hard well the complaint is that they'd essentially have to dedicate staff to suss out what is a legitimate threat versus what is not as opposed oh, no. to just scooping up fucking like random keywords and then focusing all their money on marketing. Like, I'm sorry, yes, you have to pay attention to what's happening. You don't just get to use keywords and then not actually pay attention as to whether or not it's a legitimate threat or crime. Like, yeah. that's not hard. Yeah. That's not it. I mean, I get that it takes more resources, but you have had an unrealistic these are expectation these are that you don't get to do exactly yeah these are multi-billion dollar companies like i don't care they're multi-billion dollar companies that have set themselves up as the new way for people to communicate gotten everybody addicted to it and then they're like wait you mean i have to do shit i don't know dude yeah <laughs> it's like you know like twitter is like the just the college stoner of fucking you know billion dollar companies give me a break like it's I think everything would be fine. I mean, do you agree with me, though, that I think this is where we are moving? Not particularly at the pace that I would like us to, but it is eventually going to happen. And there will be repercussions even from that. I would say it depends. Like, I think that if Trump wins again, there is a high likelihood that this will happen. And it may not happen until his last fucking year in office, but it's likely to happen. And then on the other hand, the only way that I could see it being instituted under a leftist government would be if antifa suddenly or like far left wing people who are constantly posting about violence and stuff found themselves swept up in those keyword searches but even i mean in this article well, it talks are. about how nancy pelosi and other democrats are going against this and, and agreeing that there should be something done about section 230 yeah no i mean uh, that's this should be a bipartisan issue and I think with the introduction of Andrew uh, Andrew Yang into the uh, uh, Democrats, we keep getting closer to that. I uh, do you want to do you want to just skip ahead and we can do the Democrat stuff? That, well, no, we're already almost there. Let's not do the ice round. Well, it's up to you, man. There. We'll do whatever. Okay, let's let's skip ahead. Let's do the Democrat stuff first, and then we'll do the uh, uh, the immigration stuff at the end because. This is, I mean, we just keep getting to it and getting to it. We just need to get it the fuck out of the way. Um, sure. All right. Let, let's get at this. You're listening to Right to Brighton. We're America, bitch. Okay. So it, today in South Carolina, uh, you had some of the funniest bullshit to ever happen. Uh, I guess they had a fish fry. I, I'm not. I, I don't care about that, but you had all 286 Democratic candidates come and campaign in South Carolina, and they were at some event that was, I mean, it was precious. It was just the cutest thing watching all of them do it. I don't really care about the fish fry as much as I care about the thing that I watched because there's something you have to know. Beto O'Rourke pulled off the best stunt at his South Carolina 
thing today. It was a, some South Carolina Democrats convention shit. I mean, it's funny that everybody's just writing about the fish fry and they're like, they seek the black support in a Cali California fish fry. I, that's, it's weird, right? That it's weird that it's just like, oh, you know what I'm going to do with my time? Uh, I'm going to go eat fish and then watch uh, Elizabeth Warren speak. Nobody cares. That's unimportant. What Beto O'Rourke pulled off today was fantastic. Everybody else went on stage, you know, like a professional, right? What he does, and the cameras didn't know, because MSNBC was the only people that were allowed to film this. Fox, not allowed. CNN, not allowed. Only MSNBC was allowed to do this. The South Carolina Democratic Convention. Back in Black starts playing. And my man comes out of nowhere. I'm not kidding. My man comes out of fucking nowhere and starts standing in the crowd. Grabs the microphone. And I'm like, what are you doing? You're an idiot. And then all his people came out of the back. And they're holding up signs that say Beto and all like all this. It looked like he was the in the middle of the biggest crowd in the entire world. The cameras pulled back to show everybody the cameras never pull back the cameras never show the crowd they never want to show what the crowd looks like at one of these democrat rallies compared to a donald trump rally go look it up online seriously everybody go look this up online uh next couple weeks probably by the end of next month i'll have a producer over here will be able to put these things up next to me but it looked incredible I don't know who is in charge of Beto's campaign. Robert. Let's just call him who he really is. Robert. I don't know who's in charge of Robert O'Rourke's campaign, but it looked incredible. I tweeted a picture of it. I took a picture of my damn TV. I have not seen a better move pulled off this entire campaign. It looked like he was just standing in the middle. Uh, cameras in the shot, everything. Standing in the middle of a crowd of loving supporters. And just you watch. Just you watch. That's going to be the picture that they use constantly as they try to lift him up with positive stories. Now, don't get me wrong. I do believe that they're kind of rooting for Elizabeth Warren at this point. They've taken down Biden. The shit that they're running on Biden these days about his son, Hunter, who's just a cocaine-addicted criminal, they didn't have to go that hard on him, but they did. Everybody was there. Everybody was there. Biden shows up. He does five minutes in three minutes. It was great. No applause breaks, nothing. He just kept going through, 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 through. He looked like a bad open mic set. It looked like he was. And that's trying. what I was just about to say. It sounds like an open micer who doesn't leave the crowd time for anything. Yeah, I mean, it it it's it was just like he just wanted to get these things out there, these sound bites out there. That was it. You had dirty diapers over there. You had dirty diapers in Miami as well. Um, that's Elizabeth Warren. It was honestly incredible. I don't know how any of these people... I saw Cory Booker pick up the mic 
and scream, we will get to the top of the mountain. I am more black than Cory Booker is. This is where we're at with the Democrats. As we creep closer and closer to the debates, which they're going to, it's going to be Biden, Sanders, Warren. When the real debates come around. Bill fucking de Blasio was there. I didn't even know he existed. There were so many people that I didn't know were even running. And I want to say again, I mean, because like, I, I, I can't believe it. I thought Joe Biden was going to be a real threat to Trump. And then I saw the man campaign. He doesn't have the stamina. He doesn't have the charisma. He doesn't have anything. He only has name recognition. He looks like a president from the 1980s. Hickenlooper was there. He didn't get booed this time for saying that socialism isn't the answer. I don't know what his end game is at all. Nobody's going to buy a book by that guy. The majority of these candidates are polling at like 1% to 3%. Biden way ahead of them. Bernie Sanders in second. Elizabeth Warren, the dirty diaper dark horse, in at third now. Is incredible. But believe you me, and this is very important, the damn media is going to decide who they're going to back. And they're done with Biden at this point. You remember when they loved Mayor Pete? Pete butt gag? We're going to get to him here in a second. You remember when they, they loved Mayor Pete? They're over him. It was just new name infatuation. With like, here's a gay guy running for president. Elizabeth Warren came out of fucking nowhere. I would not count her out. And I have to say, to any of my lefty friends, Bernie's going to get fucked again. There's no way Bernie Sanders... I would love Bernie Sanders to be the goddamn nominee. Because then we could get some true shit going on. Donald Trump versus Bernie Sanders would be the ultimate race. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see him debate. It'd be fucking hilarious. They would look like the old fucking guys up in the in the theater thing from the Muppets. It would be very awesome. And it would give us a true decision on what this right versus left thing in America with populism is right now. They're all over there. And it's I'm so drunk. Your turn. Go ahead. I'm fucking I'm just mad. I'm just like <laughs> mad at myself even at the time. I'm just so mad. Yeah, I mean, it's been obvious that they've been kind of gunning for Biden for a little bit, though, although I still don't think that he's ruled out. I think that a lot of his support amongst the base is by people who don't know anything about politics other than that he was Barack Obama's vice president. Yeah. And they would like to see a return of that style of things, uh, particularly amongst like black people who don't really give a fuck about politics like all this boy stuff that we were talking about where he right. and where he was like interacting with that segregationalist in the 60s or whatever 
all of that doesn't really trickle down to those people that are his main base of support, which is the uneducated leftist voter. A lot of people like to forget that a lot of the DSA type and the Antifa type are still in a, they are an exceptionally well-informed bunch for that side of things in the same way that we have the boomer cons who don't know what the fuck they're talking about. It's the same way over there. So I wouldn't necessarily rule him out just yet. I do think that Bernie's going to get fucked over again. Yeah. But that would be fun to see. In terms of Elizabeth Warren, I don't know how much of a chance she has at success. I haven't been paying quite as a close attention as you have, but it seems like, I mean, the only thing that I had, like the last big thing that I heard about her was when she went on the breakfast club <laughs> and they fucking made fun of her for lying about being native American. Yeah. And then like Charlotte that to me guy. reaches more black voters than jo anything. Joe Biden's comments from the sixties that are controversial. Dude, does. Charlemagne, the God, dude, like he didn't fuck around. He pissed off Kanye, dude. He's like, uh, that's, no, he's he's an asshole. And like when he compared her to Rachel Dolezal, that's fucking hilarious. When I see Elizabeth oh, Warren, awesome. what I see is Hillary Clinton. She's got that same Really? Yeah, yeah. She has that same shrillness. She has that same attitude of like, I am a strong woman. I mean, she is well, she's formerly a teacher, but like she is uh that teacher that gave you homework on Friday. <laughs> I mean, she but to me, she doesn't have the same sense of entitlement that Hillary had. She seems insecure. That's true. That's true. That's a good. Uh, that's yeah. Like she she comes across as very not confident, and like she had that tweet where she was like, "I'm running a contest where if you comment or retweet on this, a lot I'll of people say they want to have you. a beer with me." Well, I'll bring you out to have a beer with me. It's like, nobody wants to have a beer with you. You fucking short haired old bitch. Like nobody gives a fuck. You're not fun. You're not entertaining. And you don't even seem sure of yourself at age 65. No, I decided immediately that everybody should help me win that contest. Oh, dude, that would be so funny. Dude. dude. I would love to see you have a drink with her. Yeah. I mean, like I would just, I immediately, I just live stream the whole thing and be like, so, I thought you'd smell a little less like dirty diapers, you stupid cunt. <laughs> yeah, she poops her pants. She does. She does. You can see her. But it's funny. I mean, what She definitely poops her pants, Oh, dude. she shits all over herself, that dumb fucking slut Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> dumb bitch. Dude, the thing is, like, you know she doesn't get fucked anymore because, like, if anything touched her for more than a second, she would explode. I've never seen anything so fragile. Like, yeah. I mean, I totally agree with you that those are the top three, though. Like, nobody gives a fuck about any of the other candidates. Well, you don't have to agree with me. You can right agree with them. just the, the fucking polling. You know, but I, it's weird. That I agree with the poll. <laughs> it's just weird that Dirty Diapers came out of fucking nowhere because when she launched her campaign, I go, nope. This is because she got a rocky start. I was dead wrong about this. She had such a rocky start that I thought there's no way. There's no way. She is dead on arrival. And then it just out of nowhere. And I'm blaming the media for this. But out of nowhere, it's Elizabeth Warren in fucking third. Now, granted, she's polling at like 16%. All right. But that tells you about the other fucking 468 candidates. You know, everybody else is like tied for last, which is, I mean, a shame, 
Because like yeah. Hickenlooper and Yang, I'd like to see them. But Tulsi Gabbard, I, I I fucking hate her. But you know, I mean, like I I'd like to see her ideas presented on stage, and we will during the debates. But guess what? She's gonna get two questions given to her, and the rest is gonna be like Elizabeth Warren. In what ways uh, does Tulsi Gabbard being hot make you a better candidate? Like it's she's gonna be fucking stupid. Now we've got. Yeah, she's not gonna have very much to say. She's on the lesser debate too. Yeah, yeah. I think Tulsi's on the actual stage, isn't she? Or is she on the right? Yeah. Stage? So they're doing two days, twenty uh, seventh uh, and twenty eighth. The first day is just set up for Elizabeth Warren to cream everybody uh, entirely. The second day has Biden and Bernie, and Andrew Yang is actually on the stage there, uh, and is set up for Biden and Bernie to go at it. Uh, they want to get this wide field down as quickly as they can because whatever their candidate is, who who it might be, they don't want a circular firing squad going on for too long with these debates. Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, all these people, they're out. They're not going to make it. They're not going to make anything. It's not going to go anywhere with them. You know, right now, Biden, here, let's just jump right into this. Biden defends comments uh, about segregationist senators. There's not a racist bone in my body. Let me let me play this clip real quick. And actually, I can uh, let me send it to you because the Washington Post article was not uh, working. But let me let me play this if it ever fucking loads. I still want that watch, that wooden watch. Biden hitting back tonight after a Booker aide said that the senator was, quote, pissed off and disappointed by what Biden said last night. The fight began when Biden was at a fundraiser and the former vice president cited two former segregationist senators as examples of colleagues he could work with in the Senate. He named Mississippi's James Eastland and Georgia's Herman Talmadge, saying while he didn't agree with them on much, quote, at least there was some civility, unquote. Booker objected. And then just moments ago, as we were coming to air, Biden shot back, telling CNN exclusively he had nothing to apologize for. Corey should apologize. He knows better. There's not a racist bone in my body. I've been involved in civil rights my whole career. Period. 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 Perspective now from David Gergen. I'm not going to listen to the fucking perspective from David Gergen, but not a racist bone in my body. Period. 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 I've been involved with civil rights my whole life. Oh, remember when you said that you marched in the civil rights thing? And then people were like, no, you didn't. You were like, I'm going to double, I'm going to double down on that. Yeah, I did. He's a phony. He's a big fat phony. Anybody have that drop? Can we do that one? He's a fucking phony. <laughs> Absolutely incredible. Cory Booker should apologize. Blah, blah, blah. This is the type of firing squad, circular firing squad that they do not want to happen but here's the best part and Sid let me know if you think I'm right on this this opens up mm -hmm. so much Joe Biden started his campaign with Charlottesville 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 does it not open him up to attacks of well the president said they were good people on both sides never mind the fact that by the way guys if you read the fucking transcript immediately afterwards goes, there was great people on both sides. I condemn white nationalists. I condemn Nazis. Okay? So it's like, it's, it's, a, it's a fake story. It's not real. He didn't say that, ever. He was not in support of any of this shit. For better or worse, I guess. But 
does it not open them up to fucking attacks of well you work with segregationists which by the way he actually did he actually did now whether or not it was a good or a bad thing not very important to the democratic party but it is actually true it opens him up to those yeah. attacks because it happened. It's a real thing that happened. It's documented that it happened. He said that it happened. What do you think? Sam? I mean, it absolutely opens him up. It. The problem is, is that, and, and I think that he wants to take the approach of like, I should never have to defend myself when it comes to this because that was 60 years ago. I mean, I read the article you sent me and it seemed like the thing that he was particularly against wasn't integration. It was a busing system where like they were busing kids in from super far out. That doesn't and, like, matter. That was no, 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 problem. it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's still working. Well, yeah, there's going to be no nuance to it because the, he's refused to show nuance to any other racial thing. And it's also, not, no, it's not like, even, he, the, the, I, Joe Biden is a racist, just so everybody knows. Sure. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm completely serious. Joe Biden is a racist. But the reason is, he's 77 years old. He has said racist ass shit. Joe Biden is a racist. So the fuck what? I don't think it makes him unqualified to be president. But in the modern progressive party that is the Democrats, that's it. In 1984, he said Negro. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Canceled. Yeah, game over. Canceled. It's the story that they yeah, created. Yeah, game fucking over. Oh, that Breitbart keeps pushing this. Yeah, I mean the. Sorry, go ahead. I just, I, I just. Yeah, which stupid. Oh, it is stupid. I mean, the only reason why I think that Joe Biden is going to come out on top of that is because Cory Booker basically already conceded because he knows he's lost, and he's admitted that he wants everybody to rally around whatever candidate they end up with. So Cory Booker is out, and if Joe Biden somehow gets the nomination they're going to ignore everything that they're stirring up right now for that exact reason. Well, here's also, there's a theory that uh, they're going after Joe and just trying to get all of this stuff out of the way as quickly as possible. That way they say, media can go, we reported on it. It's a non-story. It was a long time ago. You know, sensible stuff. Um, but I'm not quite sure I buy it. Yeah, I really, I don't buy it. Part of me still thinks he's got a good chance as the nomination because they won't give it to Sanders. And if they give it to Warren, they're sure to lose. I, I And I've said it on the show several times, and I think that is true. I think it might be a, a, a Mondale situation where he's an old dog. He's been in the party a long time. Let's give old Joe a shot. We know he's going to lose to Trump. Whoever they line up, unless they get a dark horse out of fucking nowhere, will lose to Donald Trump. At the end of the day, as much as I hate the guy, you and I are going to both vote for Donald Trump. You know, lesser of two evils. It's not going to, I'm not going to be as enthusiastic about it in 2016. And you should be wary of people telling you to vote for the Democrat, by the way. People on the far right uh, telling you to vote for the other guy. You should be very wary of them. I'm not saying that they're Duganist fucking Russian plants, but I'm just saying that they are Richard Spencer. Uh, and <laughs> you should be very wary of that. You're going to vote for Trump. I'm going to vote for Trump. It's it's already settled. 
you know, it's he's just going to end up being possibly useless. But like, do you think that they're going to? Do you think that they're going to try to uplift Warren? I mean, she's not likable. She's not a likable person. She looks like Skeletor put on Hillary Clinton's clothes. It's fucking weird. I think that the debate is the test. I think they put her on that to give her an opportunity to shine and to see how she can look and to see if she can pull it out. Unfortunately, she's wildly uncharismatic. And yeah. so I think it's going to fail. So I think they're going to have a trial period here where they see if they can put her where they want her to be. And I think there is some legitimacy to the point where you, you, that they are trying to air things about Biden to get them out of the way so that they don't become later controversies. But... I, I think that ultimately it's Biden's to lose. I don't think it's going to be anybody else is like going to come out of nowhere. It's well, going to be whether or not he fucks himself over in my opinion. If, if anybody can lose a fucking, yeah, if anybody can lose a primary, it's Joe Biden. I mean, this is the third time he's run for president. <laughs> you know, if anybody can lose, it's, it's Joe. Uh, that's, that's uh, oh, a weird one. It's a weird one. Uh, but we've got our our, 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 our our friend, Mayor Pete, over here. Uh, Buttigieg uh, confronted by protesters after fatal police shooting. South Bend, Indiana, Mayor Pete Buttigieg was confronted by protesters Friday night as the presidential hopeful and his city continued to grapple with the fallout from a fatal police shooting of... What do you, what do you think it is, Sid? Who do you think was shot that everybody was mad and protesting about? A Chinese guy. That's right, actually. Yeah, it was a Chinese person. <laughs> uh, it, uh, it was, in fact, a black man. Uh, after 150 protesters approached Buttigieg and police chief Scott, some fucking goddamn Polish name, uh, with the litany of demands from firing police officers to requiring more training programs for officers, according to the South Bend Tribune, the rally was just one of several events that have been held since last Sunday when Sergeant Ryan O'Neill shot Eric Logan, who was 54. O'Neill said Logan approached him with a knife, but he did not have his body camera on at the time. Now, I'm not going to read all of the quotes from Tyree Bonds uh, and, and all of that. Um, I'm, no, I, I'm no fan of 12. Fuck 12. All right, I'm no fan of fucking police. But I'm just going to go out on a limb using using my context clues, using my uh knowledge of 31 years guided by the wisdom that I have from that and say I, I don't know, Sid. I mean, why would they say that there was a knife? I'll bet there was a knife on the scene, right? Does this article mention? It does not mention it. Weird. Allegedly came with a knife. Because, um, like, when I have a knife in my pocket, sometimes uh, I, I'm walking towards police officers, and it just flies out of my pocket. Just right into your hand, it opens up. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's an issue that, that knives have, really. I, I hope they do a software update on knives. 
Well, I mean, well, I mean, That's this a real is problem. I, I think these protesters are probably justified because, you know, even if he was a knife wielding maniac coming towards the police, um, he was in fact black, and that, yeah, that matters like a lot. <laughs> it absolutely matters. I mean, what's ridiculous here is that like. And obviously this is not like a new opinion or something, but like anytime he's black and the cops kill him, it's going to be a big issue justified or unjustified. And Pete and made a big not, mistake. Sometimes it's not justified for the, I'm sorry. I mean, you're out of here, but like, oh, yeah, no, you're absolutely sometimes right. Sometimes the police fuck up. I, I still, I, I, I disagree with Colin Flaherty. I think Eric Garner being choked to death was totally fucking shitty. And, uh, I've read his take on it. I still, I've looked into it my own way. I think Eric Garner, that was, that was a fucked up thing that happened. It was horrible. And sometimes that happens, but Eric Garner yeah, didn't absolutely have a fucking mic, dude. Time, dude. <laughs> like, I... They're able to fuck up. And like a lot of people on this side of things kind of just want to be dismissive right away. And they're like, oh, black guy killed by cops automatically justified. I mean, it is more nuanced than that. There are times where cops fuck up. You don't have to just take the side every time. And I don't know the details about this, this instance, but like no matter what, black people are going to get fucking pissed. It doesn't matter. Everybody should just know that justified or unjustified, black people are going to be fucking livid. And for Pete to wade in there, as a fucking white guy, he thought maybe being gay would save him, but he should have known the reaction that he was going to get. He should have known that he would not be well received, that the assumption would be that immediately he would disband the police force and build from scratch because everything's just so fucked up. Like there's no way say, that he oh, could possibly gonna, have appeased them. I was going to say all black police uh, department would be a good bit, but then I was like, Oh yeah, Baltimore. That exists and it yeah, actually didn't work well. Yeah, it's, at like all. It's, it's actually horrible. Well, uh, let's uh, before we get into, uh, into this, all I want to do is just do bits with Sid. By the way, like I hate all of this new shit now. <laughs> I just want to fucking sit back with Sydney and just run bits. But let me let me fucking play this wonderful thing of our hero, Mayor Pete Buttgag. Uh, he's 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 trying to talk sense into these people uh, because he's a good Democrat. And, uh, oh, it goes so well. Oh, it's so fantastic. I do not have evidence that there has been discipline for racist behavior in the case of I love that sound, dude. I love every time that there's a group of blacks and somebody says something that they disapprove of. You heard this in the reparations hearings, which, by the way, you're not allowed to stand up and dance or scream and yell uh, in congressional hearings, but they did anyway. But I love that sound like, oh, no, but I'm so fucking so Oh, shit, my You know what, like, old English white people did? They went, even their fucking disapproval was like nicer and more civilized than oh shit man I'm sorry I hate ebonics even though I use it quite constantly my nigga I do it all the damn time but it's just it's 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 fucking frustrating anyway let's go on a little bit more there's so much I've I've so many 
I have so many sights to show you. Ah, uh, amazing. There's a lot here. And you running for president? You truly running for president and you expect people to vote for you? You running for president and you expect black people to vote for you? Thank you, fat old black lady in the back. Where's your husband? Just ask. Dead just by the asking. cops? Yeah, I'm just, uh, probably. Probably. And he, <laughs> well, he was a good boy. He was 45 years old. He was just going to the liquor store. He wanted a drink. He forgot his wallet. And he did what he had to do. And then the police come around shoot his ass. Incredible. It's incredible. <laughs> I'm so tired of it. I'm about to go fucking full wing that again, dude. Like, I'm tired of it. It's so dumb. It's just like black people. I love you. Please all be Kanye West because otherwise <laughs> I can't deal with this shit. Thank you for the drink, Erica. You you running for president and you want black people to vote for you? You ain't asking for your vote. I'm not asking for your vote. You ain't gonna get it either. That is such a good cut on that. He's doing oh, his yeah, rehearsed line of i'm not asking for your vote uh uh i am asking for I, i'm just telling you when elected president i will represent all of you but they cut it at i'm not asking for your vote and shaniqua in the back goes you ain't gonna get it neither yeah incredible <laughs> it was fucking hilarious well, also, he's reading off a fucking sheet of paper for most yeah. of his talking points. Like, his whole, his whole not fucking, a good look, dude. His whole, to them, like, they put on the they live glasses and, like, that piece of paper just says white privilege, white privilege, white privilege, white privilege. <laughs> just is the N-word with a hard R a hundred times, like a fucking chalkboard. <laughs> well, it's, he previously got into all kinds of fucking trouble uh, because, like, there was some shooting in his town of... Uh, I'm sure a very innocent black man and uh, he didn't like fire the police chief or something like I mean really when it comes down to what black Democrat voters want you to do is just suck their big fucking dicks that's the end of it that's what they want and guess what the black community and he is should by women well he should I'm sure he'd have a great yeah. time if Hell. he were smart he he should like he should be asking for the vote. He should be fucking begging for their vote because he is not, he doesn't have a chance unless he can somehow convince more people that he's not just some useless faggot. Like he has to win in some way. And so he should be asking for their vote. He should be prostrating himself between the, beneath them. Like he is already such a shameful human being. What is there to lose dude? Go full shameful. Fucking get on your knees and beg, bitch. Dude, it'd be awesome if it's just like at the debates. Uh, he's just like, and as your president, and he just starts fucking eating out Rachel Maddow's ass. And he, he just, <laughs> like, I mean, because why not? He'd be like, as LGBT, and every, the crowd just gets into a chant of LGBT, LGBT. And then Fox is just sitting there <laughs> dismay, like, just going, I, it's like Sean Hannity goes, Sean Hannity here, folks, and uh, I, I, uh, uh, back, back, uh, we're, we're just gonna go back to Tucker, because that was their trade-off, and then, like, Tucker is just like, I, 
I told I I told a gay I man you eating out demons. a butch lesbian's ass might be gayer than just fucking a man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Like, I I mean, I'm chubbed up. Like, I mean, it's a thought. Like, that's you get too. Uh, <laughs> that'd be fucking awesome if Mike Budaja, uh fucking uh uh, what's his stupid fucking name? That's not e- Mike. Who's that guy? Pete. Pete. No, that's not even. No, that's not his gay name. Is what it should be. It's just like his name should be like Tyler. 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 <laughs> Tyler. Just fucking spreads out Rachel Maddow's ass and just goes to fucking town on her fucking two hole, dude. Uh, <laughs> like I'd vote Democrat. I don't give a shit. Like I would go. That's 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 more than Trump ever did. He said he grabbed him by the pussy, would... but did he really? Did he really? True. That's what I want to know, man. I want to see commitment, follow through. These are the things I'm looking for. <laughs> I'm really honestly, like we did on the last Saturday episode, like, I mean, everything should just be WWE at this point. And I really like, I want, I want Donald Trump to choke slam Elizabeth Warren. Like, and they're just like, and welcome I'd to the first, so righteous. welcome to the first presidential debates. I'm, oh, well, welcome to the first presidential debates. I'm Chris Hayes. Uh, so it's wonderful thing to be here. And, oh my God! Right away with the chair, you know. And it's just, <laughs> he just. I mean, I want to see Donald Trump rape the shit out of Elizabeth Warren and go. I guess he deserves to be president because he raped the other one. Like, what's yeah, dude. the point? You know, it's the voting doesn't matter. What are you going to vote for the person that was raped? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how we should settle everything. Is through violent physical uh, confrontation, just, <laughs> just forever is Your physical and sexual assault. Yeah, I mean, it's like MMA, but like rape is an o is a, well MMA, in MMA rape should be an approved move anyway because it's like I want to see uh, that fucking Irish fella uh, just like rape the shit out of African dudes. Like why? Would, <laughs> like why not? You know, it's just like Conor McGregor is just like, and there he goes again. It looks like he's going for a. Oh my god! It's Joe Rogan who's just like still into it, thinks this is totally normal. He's like, he's going for the doggy style. Oh my god! He's going for the doggy style, and he's just viciously raping another man, and that's entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. That's entertainment. Yeah, Conor McRaper would be my favorite Connor fighter. Conor McRaper. <laughs> that'd be so good dude <laughs> i love connor mcraper oh my god he's already like an <laughs> issue dude speaking and i used to cover it on the podcast because i know he loves mma <laughs> connor's always getting in all kinds of trouble it'd be like connor mcgregor went to an ice cream shop they uh, uh turns out he was pissed they didn't actually have 32 flavors so he burned it to the ground like, <laughs> he's a fucking nightmare of a guy then he got fucked up by yeah, a dude, muzzle, a... which is like so fucking Yeah, he's allegorical. hilarious, though. He's a very funny man. Yeah, <laughs> an Irish guy getting fucked up by Muslims. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it was incredible. Uh, and, the, you know, fucking, uh, I don't know, Khabib was something, man. Uh, Khabib is a hell of a fighter. Uh, I'll give you that. Khabib should run for fucking president. I don't care. He'll be a first Muslim president. I don't give a shit. He'll be like, how did, <laughs> how did he win? Uh, he just fucking beat the shit out of elizabeth warren (laughs) 
he raped a woman on live television. Yeah, it's just like and like Fox doesn't cut away from it. You know, they just like it's uh, Sean Hannity here covering the debates. Uh, oh God, damn! <laughs> like that—that's where I want. <laughs> I just want to see Sean Hannity shocked completely to the point that he can't even say words with his big fat neck. Now you know how old this guy is. It's incredible. And every day he's just like, any day now, Hillary Clinton is going to get fucking raped to death by, you know, uh, fucking jihadis. And, it, it, <laughs> you know, it's and it's just, it never happens. It's fucking frustrating. I'm a, I, oh my God. Yeah, my, even my parents have tuned out of Hannity. You got my it. parents watch Fox News like 24 hours a day until Hannity comes on. Yeah, you can't, you can't do Hannity. Ingram's good, but I don't know. Okay, hold on. You got anything else on this? And we're going to fucking go to the last subject of the evening pete no he lo- he's fucked himself there was a lose-lose he made a bad move and he embarrassed himself in the process i still think though i do think that he is going to be the fucking vp pick for whoever it is potentially either him or kamala it won't be Corey. Corey's fucked oh yeah he's fucked as hell all right let's go on you're listening to write to brian a depressing dose of reality. As we continue along towards the end of the top of the third fucking hour, which thank you, Sydney, for hanging along with me. I did owe these guys a little bit more since I didn't do the Wednesday show. Um, yeah, I it, where do I start with the most depressing shit in the world? I've gone out in and out of being drunk and sober, so it's like it's it's awesome. Uh, Texas gained almost <laughs> nine Hispanic residents for every additional white resident last year. Ah, uh, I, I, I ugh, those graphs, you know, it's never good when there's graphs. The gap between Texas, Hispanic and white populations continued to narrow last year when the state gained almost nine Hispanic residents for every additional white resident. With Hispanics expected to become the largest population group in Texas as soon as 2022, new population estimates released Thursday by the U.S. Census Bureau showed the Hispanic population climbed to nearly 11.4 million, an annual gain of 200 and fucking who gives a shit way too fucking many because only like 30 of them got the fucking ass that I'm into through July 2018 and an increase of 1.9 million since 2010. The white population, meanwhile, grew by just 24,000 last year. Texas still has a bigger white population, up to 11.9 million last year, but has only grown by roughly 484,000 since 2010. The white population growth uh, has been sluggish since they decided to introduce the fucking feminism patch uh, on Texas. And it's barely surprised to blah, 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 blah. Talking about Asians, all this gay shit. Nobody gives a fuck. Texas is a big one for if you're ever going to have a Republican president again. And as much as I hate Texas and hate the South, if you live in the South, you're garbage and you put peanuts in your Coca-Cola because that's just a thing that you think is fine, but you're weird. I don't know if they do that in Texas. I just assume all of the South is the same. It's garbage. When we lose Texas, as we will, that's what? Uh, Sid, it's 54 electoral votes, right? Do you know? That's a lot. Yeah, I think it's 54. It's a lot. Let me I see. don't know. If How many electoral votes is Texas? 
This is so... Why is it not telling me? It's like telling me, like, oh, there are 538 electors in all of this. So, okay, look, it doesn't matter. Anyway, it's a lot. Um, 38 electoral votes. So I, got, I don't know where I got 54 from, but yeah, it's 38. Uh, still a lot. It's an issue. When you get a 9 to 1 replacement of the native population, you're in for some type of huge trouble. Now, don't get me wrong. I fucking love Hispanic people. I moved to Cincinnati <laughs> and now I'm just surrounded by blacks and I have never wanted to be surrounded by Hispanic people more in my entire life because at least with them, you can talk to them and they have a culture that is not like surrounded with uh, their own mixtape. Not that I dislike black people. I'm actually a huge fan. I think black people are great. But I think everybody's great, honestly. You're all fantastic, really. You're all wonderful people, and I'm not a hateful bigot at all. But mainly, seriously, if I could be choose between, like, Hispanics or blacks, definitely give me the Hispanics every time. They just happen to be less violent, or at least more precise in their violence. Uh, when you have a 9-to-1 replacement rate going on in Texas, what do you think is going to happen? You've already got people running for pre previously running for president uh, that were campaigning in California. They were running for president in Mexico and campaigning in California. We had some, the equivalent of a state representative in Mexico, saying that they're going to retake Texas and California. It's pretty easy to do if you just implant your soldiers right there. It's like what I was talking about before with them just making little houses along the thing. All of this, I don't think is a giant plan. I think it's a strange happenstance that just keeps progressing to the point of fucking us over. There's no real way, I mean, there's no real way to combat this short of get rid of them deport deport illegals how many in this nine to one do you think were illegal i'm gonna guess uh enough to probably make it down to six to one because you know they fuck like rabbits like I, I it's hilarious to me the white people are the only ones that ever like realized what a condom is This is demographic replacement. This is how we lose Texas. This is how we lose the presidency. It, it must be dealt with. Illegals in Texas need to go. And we need to cut welfare. You know, a big reason why the white birth rate is down is like, we all go, well, I mean, I don't have enough fucking money because taxes are too fucking high. And the reason taxes are too fucking high is because you're paying for all these assholes. Unless you're a fucking Indian or Asian and you're an immigrant, more than likely you're a net negative on the economy. Illegals are 100% a net negative on the fucking economy. And we know this. So every time you see Chuck Schumer getting up there saying immigrants this, immigrants that, 
He's talking about illegals and he's lying. He knows, but he's safe because he's old and rich. We cannot have a nine to one fucking replacement going on in Texas. We can't have it anywhere, quite frankly. This should be huge news. This comes from the Texas Tribune. They know. And believe me, I fucking love Latino culture and Latino people. I lived in LA. I would have to. I think it's fantastic. But I need to keep it where it needs to be. Which is away from Texas. I love Tex-Mex. Burritos are not a Mexican thing. Burritos are a Tex-Mex thing. We all love burritos. It's not about a bigotry thing. It's about a changing of the fucking entire electoral process. And in a move to a one-party state where they eventually will say, let's just get rid of elections. It's going to happen. Nine to one. That's bad. That's I can't express to you how bad that is. Nine to one. The idea also, like, white people just go out there and have kids... That's not the solution. It's not going to happen. And we're also victims of usury anyway. Not just white people. All people. Fuck the banks. But nine to one. What do you think is going to happen? They're California-ing Texas. And they've been trying to do it. What do you think happened in Nevada recently? Colorado. It won't be anything that the native population, by which I mean Texans, no matter what their race. But I really mean white people, let's just be honest. It won't be what they grew up in, what they lived in. It's going to be Mexico. I'm not a fan. I'm not going to go live in Mexico. I don't want to. I'm also not going to live in Texas because, I mean, seriously, fuck Texas. But from a political standpoint, this matters a lot to me. Uh, And I know people in Texas, so it matters because I don't want them to live in Mexico. Once it reaches a certain point, there's no coming back from it. Not without great loss and great violence of which I am 100% against. That's why you have to do the humane thing, which is deportation. If we want to maintain the country that we are, we need to deport the people who are not supposed to be here. Not because we hate them, but because we love ourselves and because we love our country. I don't think we need the legal immigrants either, but that's a completely different debate. When you have demographic replacement at this rate, we're going to lose who we are. Even if it is Texas, who is horrible. And I'm pretty sure they eat clay. I... I don't know, Sydney. Like, I, there's no... 
there's no way to explain my dissatisfaction with this news that it's just nine to one fucking replacement rate going on in Texas. This is horrible. This is going to happen everywhere. Eventually. I mean, it's extremely bad. In the article, they were saying that if it continues at this rate, it could be as early as 2022. Yep. Like, that's uh, the midterms uh, uh, I said after that. the next election. Uh, I said that. Were you not listening to my nine-minute fucking speech? Thank you. Did you say the 2022 part? I might I have did. missed that part. I was listening, though. I did. Um, but yeah, you're right. But I, yeah, it, I mean, that's, it is that's insane. Yeah. What do you say to that? What do you say to that? You know, the liberal says to that, it doesn't matter. But they say that because, like, yeah, they're going to vote for your shit, dude. They're not going to vote for fucking any of my shit at all. Because they come from fucking shitty countries with 99% tax rates who are like, yeah, yes, hello, we are communists. This is working out fantastically. And you're like, I don't know, I'm pretty hungry. And they go, no, uh, uh, the government has uh, decided that you're not hungry. You have nothing to worry about. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm hungry. And they go, um, Senor, we're going to have to have to uh, come over to the other side here. And then they kill you. I mean, well, on top of that, like, say Trump does win in 2020 and then 2022 rolls around and it's been completely turned blue. And in that midterm election, they, you know, put in any type of Democratic government office you can think of. How cooperative, even if Trump follows through on any of his border proposals, do you think Texas will be as a state at that point? It'll exactly. be zero. They won't cooperate at all. Well, I mean, if you were telling me that you were going to build a wall between me and my family, I would go, where can I start building? But that's just because I don't like my family. But like <laughs> normal people, I would go, you know, would be like, this is, you know, it's horrible. Because the thing is, these people do look at this, not... All of them, but a big part of the Hispanic population looks at this as they should be able to come here because they're self-interested, as they should be. You know, I mean, I don't look down on people for being interested in their own lives and their own people at all. But, like, we need to be interested in our own lives and our own people a little bit. Uh, of which I mean Irish people, because the rest of you guys are fucking garbage. Um Amen. <laughs> yeah, imagine not having Irish blood. You know, <laughs> Irish blood, American heart. And the oh, I was gonna say a slur. Um, I've been dreaming of a time when walls were not okay. This is no, never mind. We're not doing that. But um. <laughs> fantastic it's, no it's just stuck in my head and hopefully it's stuck in all you guys head too but i mean my audience is too young for the most part so i don't even know who the fuck the smiths and morrissey are like they don't they, they don't know they're like i'd be like panic at the disco and they're like uh you mean lmafo all they know about morrissey is that he's a racist right <laughs> How funny is that? That like Morris, uh, Morris <laughs> they is don't just know. Like now considered a racist, and it's like, yeah, the Smiths did National Front Disco, so I don't, you know. And <laughs> he's always been right wing, dude. And like, that, I think what happened is the left got thrown off by the fact that he's like militantly vegan, and they were like, yeah, he's cool. And he was just like, 
Irish blood, don't like blacks, what I dream of. <laughs> I've been dreaming of a day when to be racist. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah, I mean, Morrissey, other than the vegan thing, a pretty cool dude. I like the vegan thing, man. I mean, I'm a vegetarian. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, like with the vegan thing, I have no problem if somebody is like, "Oh, they're gonna do that," and they well, want to do that. Well, I'm not a dick about. Okay. It. You, I mean, did you know I was about to exactly. say before I just told you? Well, like, I knew because I've been friends with you for a long time, but right. like nobody, not very many people can leave it at that. They want to make like a fucking political agenda around it. It's so gay. Yeah. It's fucking annoying. I mean, it's like I still get people like uh, Peter Polak on fucking Twitter who's all like, just eat meat. It's like, just mind your own business and be fat. You know, like, I just. <laughs> well, if you just eat meat, your daughter will send you pictures of her in a bikini on Twitter.com. All right. Okay. Hold on. Like Jordan Peterson. <laughs> no, I got it. No, I got it. Well, my, my daughter's a very nice, nice person to be racist. I've been dreaming of <laughs> Jordan Peterson Morrissey. <laughs> Jordan Peterson Morrissey is infinitely more base than Jordan Peterson. Dude, uh, Jordan Peterson Morrissey, though, the thing you got to think about is like, is it better that he has Jordan Peterson voice or does he have the Morrissey voice who is just singing what Jordan Peterson says with the voice of an angel? <laughs> You have to save your dad from the whale <laughs> in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> Fight the dragon. <laughs> Dude, I, I'm not wrong to say that like Morrissey has the voice of an angel. Like he is oh, such a good singer. He's the only guy who yeah, ever wrote amazing. a love song about himself. He's fantastic. You know? He's so good. I, I was supposed to fucking yeah. Morrissey last night. <laughs> He's so fucking good. You know, it's just like, you know, I, I, oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I mean, we can just do, well, after the show's over, we'll just do fucking Morrissey karaoke just all night. But, uh, um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this was, this was an oppressing thing. So, given what we know about Texas, given what we know about the illegal immigration, that we are now at, uh, where are we at? 25,000 illegal immigrants a week. 25,000 thousand illegal immigrants crossing the border a week through our southern border trump said on sunday there's going to be mass deportations i've got ice lined up we're going to be kicking in doors we go fuck them niggas up we go do it and then and he said that he actually said the n-word and that <laughs> was the only thing i was looking forward to i was like all right and you know that was like only like eight cities that were against it or some stupid bullshit like this. I don't care about the show anymore, guys. So I don't look this shit up. I just, I, I go right off of the, right off the dome. You know, this is the only thing that really matters. My thoughts. Um, and then he tweets this because he's so fucking cool. At the request of Democrats, I have delayed the illegal immigration removal process, deportation for two weeks to see if the Democrats and Republicans can get together and work out a solution to the asylum and loophole problems at the southern border. If not, deportation start. Bullshit. What his logic is, this boomer fucking idiot who was 190 years old, this fucking idiot, this fucking idiot, his thought is, okay, let's see if they can close the asylum 
fucking loophole. But, you know, the whole thing where you're like, ah, you can come over here and be like, my uh, boyfriend beat me. And it's like, welcome to America. We're going to give you bottom surgery, you know? Uh, (laughs) That's not going to work. During this time, we're going to get 50,000 more illegals. He's not even trying to deport them. And, And the sad part is, during this two weeks, the media is going to ramp up why it's a bad thing to do this. Other cities are going to start to get involved with the whole resist on this and say, we're not going to do it. He handed them everything that they needed. I hate to tell it to you as much as I like the guy for some things. He's fantastic on foreign policy. He's fantastic on the economy. The thing that we elected him for, he's a gigantic fucking failure. He's an idiot. He's an absolute fucking idiot on this. There's no reason to do this. And said, you, you, you take a shot at explaining this while I, I look up the meme that I'm trying to start fallout Trump. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, earlier we were talking about how he gives everybody notice on like everything that he does. And here's another classic example of it. He should not have given notice on this, on the other things that make sense. But in this instance, I mean, all that's going to happen is these people are going to essentially go into hiding or they're going to move residences. I mean, you do not need to give 48 hours or 72 hours of advance on something like this. And on top of that, now he's canceling it it anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, like he's not actually doing anything when he says that he gets people excited. And I don't think that he gets that this has diminishing returns over time. That when you work somebody up over an issue and you fail time and time again to deliver, eventually they're just going to stop believing you. And even if you say you're going to do something, it doesn't matter. They're going to be exhausted by you saying it in the first place. And unless you just actually do something, they're not going to care. So that's what it's going to take at this point is for him to just actually do something. He shouldn't give any notice. These cities aren't going to cooperate anyway. They've already explicitly said though. that they're not going to cooperate. Most of them were going to cooperate. There was only like eight cities that weren't going to cooperate with this. Most of them were. Now that he put but That a was fucking, the major cities. Yeah, but now that he put a fucking weight on it, dude, like I'd, I, there's going to be other cities now. It's going to be like, uh, yeah, hi, I'm Gay Sex Oregon, and uh, I'm the mayor here. Uh, we're not going to we're not going to do it. Well, I guess you you wouldn't be named after the 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 state that you are the city you are the mayor of, but you, you get it. You know, just like I'm the mayor of Gay Sex Oregon, and we're not going to cooperate now. That's all it's going to be. He's just giving the media time, and he's going to be talking about like kids in cages and all this fucking retarded shit that's not fucking real. It's it, it's incredible. The guy, I mean, he's like he's a fucking failure. And this is this, this is okay. So this is Fallout Trump. I've been I have been tryharding this fucking meme for like a day now, and I think it's a great bit. Keep quiet. Nothing comes as easy as you can. I lay in your bed all day. I'll be your best kept secret and your biggest mistake. Hand behind this pen relives a failure every day, and it's just Trump's face. I like it. This Fallout Boy Trump song. Yeah. Just, I think it's pretty good. Yeah, I mean, just like fucking Fallout Boy lyrics with Trump. I mean, I especially love Hand Behind This Pen Relives a Failure Every Day. Because, you know, executive pen. And, and also, yeah. I mean, it's no, like, I'll be your cold, best dude. kept secret and your biggest mistake. It's like, yeah, most people are going to pretend they didn't vote for your stupid ass. 
you fucking asshole. You fucked us. <laughs> he fucked us. He continues to fuck us, dude. We gave up Thanksgiving for this asshole. You know, it's it's split families apart. Yeah. It's incredible. I mean, all of the people that he was going to deport here anyway were people who had literally been served deportation notices. Like, yep. he didn't, they had already had something provided to them that says, get the fuck out or we're coming for you. Like, it's insane. And then they act like he's just coming out of nowhere. No, these people are confirmed to be illegal. Yep. They've been told to fucking leave. And now people are coming to get them because they've refused. Yep. This is not a gray issue. Like, this should be something that's easy. This should be something that gets done. And they even said that if they got people who weren't served notices, they were going to put an ankle monitor on them and send them back out anyway. They're not even just going to fucking get rid of anybody and everybody here. I mean, it's just... It, they it, should. It's it's just absolutely incredible that the... Because, uh, I mean, notice they don't say illegal. They don't even say undocumented anymore. Now they just say immigrant. Which there's a very big difference. I work with a lot of immigrants uh, in my field as far as just clients and stuff. Um, and I, I'll be honest, like, uh, 90% of them are pretty cool fucking guys who are just grateful as shit to be in America. And like, yeah, that's my type of immigrant, dude. You know, they're, they're fucking the loudest on 4th of July. Um, they're fucking sweet. Uh, I still on a practical sense, I, I, I don't necessarily need guys whose names I can't pronounce here because it just makes my job more difficult. And I'm like, Hi, is the man of the house home? I don't know what the hell to say. Or like you knock on the door, you know, and you're just like, hey, what's up? And they're just like, oh, yes, hello. This is uh, fucking some retarded business that's just like you don't even know what they do. And it's just like, oh, yeah, we just operate out of America and we do IT support in India. And it's like, y yeah, um these are the services that I offer. And they're like, Oh, talk to my secretary. And I'm like, hi. And she's just not, I, I'm not, look, I'm not going to shit on Indian people right now because they do enough of it themselves. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying that that is annoying. Also, there's a lot of Muslim Africans in Cincinnati and that's like, I mean, they're, I, I, I called you the other day and you did, you, you did not respond to me. And it's like, well, it was 11 o'clock at night, Kimbabwe. I didn't, you know. So there's a cultural thing. But all of them love America. They do. Uh, the people that are here illegally, mainly the people from South America, they don't. They, they get verified on Twitter. They go around saying everybody should be able to come here. It's, there is a major communism problem with these people. And there's a bug on my light and it's pissing me off. Um, there's a major communism problem with these people. And they bring it with them from their home countries where they should reside. I, mm, yeah, absolutely. I just, I, I just don't know what you... It's a big fucking problem. It's not like it shouldn't be an, a problem that you argue about either. Like it's It wasn't a problem that Democrats had, they were like, yeah, uh, we have an illegal immigration problem until Trump came into office. And then now it's 
full-blown open borders, which is like you cannot have socialism. Like, I mean, fine, we could have the debate about healthcare. Is healthcare a right? Personally, I don't think it is, but I think everybody should have it. I don't think it's a right. I think that's a distinction that we should make as well. Great. Welcome to the fun debate. But you can't have any of that shit if you have open-ass borders. You just can't. Everybody will come here. If somebody told you, Sid, hey, if you go next uh, next door, they're just going to give you beer. Wouldn't you go? I'd go. I'd, I'd, I'd go right turn, now. Yeah, I'd turn this guy I have off. beer in the fridge, and I'd go right now. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I mean, I don't care. I just leave. I'd be like, yeah, podcast is over. I heard there's free beer next door. And that's where we're at. I'd save my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Go drink their beer. A lot of people that illegally come into this country have money. And they send money back. The remittances. Why are we not taxing the shit out of the money that comes out of this country back into fucking South America? They come over here. They get all this money. They send a bunch of money back. They live okay over there, and then they send more motherfuckers here to do the same damn thing. It's just a reality. It's not a race issue. I can make it a race issue if the Democrats want to make it a fucking race issue. We can start talking IQ, dude. Should do, should we bring it up? But it's like, it's just a basic economic issue, and it's incredible. I don't get it. It's just a desire to stay in power while they claim to represent the workers. If you represent the workers, you would not fuck over the workers. What happened to the Democrats? Now they're just like, yeah, we're the party of unions and unions uh, are just pieces of shit who fuck over workers. It's, 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 <laughs> it's really incredible. It's really incredible. I would love to see a party that's about the working class. I'd love to see it. Because obviously the Republicans aren't. Trump's done pretty good as far as bringing jobs back. But, you know, it's it's still in the end who's going to win. He believes in Reaganomics. It's just true. Although, if you believe you didn't get a tax cut, you're fucking dumb or you don't make enough money. Uh, you got a tax cut. Even if you make $25,000 yeah. a year, you got a fucking tax cut. The New York Times had to run a thing on that was like, yeah, you got a tax cut. Uh, after we just wrote like 50 articles saying that you uh, wouldn't. But now this past, yeah, you did. I'm fucking mad again. I'm fucking upset. I just, <laughs> it's, it's, like it doesn't make sense. I like when things make sense and are in order and are color coordinated. I, I, I just, The, the the border thing doesn't make any sense. There's no debate for it. The only debate is like, oh, it's inhumane. And it's like, says who? You know, I, why don't you just, why don't you just give me all your money then? I have less money than you. Give me your money. They yeah. never want and to every that. time it just creates problems. They claim it's inhumane. To send them away, and then they get here, and they have shit conditions, and now them having shit conditions is inhumane. So now we have to do something about that. And it's like you can't just throw money at this problem forever. They're, they're, the humane thing to do would be to not tease them and tell them that they can have so much more when that's entirely unrealistic. Yeah, I don't blame these people coming here at all. I mean, I don't. Like, if somebody told me there was free beer, if somebody told people there was free beer at my house, I wouldn't blame them for reading the sign that said free beer at Bryden's. You know, I would blame the asshole that put up the sign. 
just it's 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 something absolutely that, it's just something that's i mean it'll never get to me or and i'll never get to fucking have a real debate uh with any of these people because like that all their whole thing is like oh i'm not gonna platform uh something and it's like bitch i'm the platform all right unless you're elizabeth warren and i'm talking to you again mike cannon uh <laughs> Like it's incredible. It's it's fucking incredible. Cause I mean, they, they, it doesn't hold up to scrutiny at all. Like all it takes is just basic economic understanding of I have so much of a thing. If I want to give it to everybody, not everybody can be here. Cause if you've got twenty lemonades, you've got to have twenty people there to get lemonade. You can't just go. Well, eight hundred people show up to my lemonade party. I actually I have a I have a website about this it's called Lemon Party, um, so you should go there. <laughs> Is that even still up? Who knows? I don't know. It's <laughs> it's uh, I don't know. You got anything else? Like I could keep going, but I feel like I'm just uh, repeating myself a ton. You're good, dude. I I don't, frankly. I think I've said everything I have to say on the issue. All right. Well, that's the last of our show. This is a little over three hours, so don't complain that I didn't do the fucking Wednesday. I gave you a big Saturday. Uh, I, that you know that that's what you get. Uh, do appreciate everybody tuning in via during the live stream or on your uh, Monday morning commute. Because Sunday, you better not listen to this on Sunday. That's God's day, bitch. That's God's day. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I didn't get it. I didn't get any Streamlabs donations, so like that's frustrating. It makes me uh, dislike my audience, you know. So maybe if you don't donate to my PayPal, I'll just stop. <laughs> you know, I'll just stop forever. I'll just I'll just only go on Sid's podcast once every three months or some bullshit. People are like, oh, here's Bryden. It's just like, who the fuck is Bryden? Even more so than they already do now. But uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you gotta check out Sid. He's he's got not funny. It's a fantastic podcast. It's very very funny. It's got a lot of stuff going on. Um, I don't know. I mean, is there any more to a plug than that? I mean, we can find you on exodusamericanus.com. Uh, what is your gay little sprout being or whatever? Because you're dumb and you still pay. Yeah, you can find us on. You can find us on Buzzsprout. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Spotify. You can find us anywhere. That you can find a podcast and that's not funny with no space in between the words. And if you see a black background with orange letters for NF, that's us. You can also follow me on Twitter at Sydney Senex. That's Sydney with a Y S E N E X. And uh, yeah, that's it, dude. That sounds fun. You can find us doing content with Bryden a fair amount. We love this guy. <laughs> yeah, Big supporters just... of Bryden. Big support, uh, big supporter. Not funny here. So uh, I'm gonna play this outro music, and uh, you guys remember when I said Mike Meld was a cool guy? Um, he actually he made this, and then Sid is actually the voice in the uh, uh, outro of this. But this is finally the new season four outro music. Nine episodes in, I have the official outro music, so I'm gonna play it. Thank you. Have a wonderful time, and I will see you on Wednesday.
was right to Brian. Brian.